Welcome to Different Gravy, not just another Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Richard Miller. My co-host, you know who he is by now. We've done over 150 of these things. I'm tired. I didn't get back till nearly 2 a.m. I couldn't even think about sleeping until after 3 a.m. My brain isn't working. He's your friend of mine. Without further ado, Dr. Luke Gledall. How are you doing today, Luke? I'm good, Rich. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. Um, yeah, thank you for giving me an insight into your evening last night. <laughs> they closed both parts of the M56, both ends of the M56, and uh, yeah, there wasn't enough in the middle to be useful. So it was a long old drive back, but I didn't, I, you know, I was on cloud nine the whole, whole way home. There's no, uh, <laughs> there was no holding me back. <laughs> Yeah, a good friend of mine was at the game as well, and he's—I think he's—he was supposed to be up going to going to Liverpool with work in the morning from Sheffield, oh, and I think he had a seven a.m. train. So I spoke to him about midnight, and he was like, "Luke, man, I've got to got to get up at five to got to be got to be up in five and a half hours." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, now heady, 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 heady times, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm. Oh. Oh, I mean, these are, we, we, I think we've sort of made a point previously on the podcast of saying, you know, there's, there's the, you've got to drink in the good moments because there's, there's enough crummy ones. Oh, but man alive, <laughs> bottle that up, stick it in my veins, shove it up my nose, whatever. I just want to live it again and again and again. <laughs> I know. I mean, this was something I didn't write down, but it's almost something I thought like bringing up. It feels like just the sheer... I've I've never known two football legs just on both ends of the spectrum. Just <laughs> absolute sheer despondency. Just yeah. people checking on you and taking your shoelaces off you. <laughs> and then the other end of that is probably like being on ayahuasca. It's like, I was going to joke and say, it's MDMA. Darren Moore has put the DM in MDMA. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, should we just... Should we just dive in? Should we just do this? Let's do that, Rich. Um, just as a precursor, Rich, you know, we are still here in our boob session. Yes. Back on our BS. And I did want to say, Rich, I, I felt very... I don't know if this is... This is probably not going to be used for the podcast title. Um, but B-O-B-B-S, um, semicolon? No. What is it? Colon. 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 The last crusty copper feel? Question mark. <laughs> Lovely stuff. So there we go. And it also rem- reminds me of a great song by Book 65, Out of Focus, where he has a memorable chorus couplet of, I go under the black bra- blouse and grope for the breast. I call this one hope and hope for the best. And maybe that's a great musical intro into this. Excellent. Well, yeah. I'm, so this, the you know, a daunting task uh, set out in front of the team um a call to arms a rallying cry to the fans i've got to say i was i was a bit kind of nervous so i didn't know what the atmosphere was going to be like because hmm. i mean we all as well as touched on just we've all been brought lower than a snake snake's belly by the the, the first leg um there's some awful things happen, you know, shameful for our, our football club. I mean, we're enjoying the kind of limelight of the really good stuff, but obviously the the abuse towards Chen Siri and, and, and Darren Moore, wholly unacceptable, nothing to do with the world of football that we... So, you know, all this kind of, all the bad stuff we've kind of had a week of, and 
I just thought there was a bit of a possibility that again that big crowd being a bit kind of okay Hmm. you know um there was lots of talk of people not gonna go and some people returned their tickets there was some plum on twitter that we all saw rip up his ticket and stuff i I really hope he didn't go um (laughs) but i i haven't even thought about i mean that's the thing is like at the end of this so you can't not jump ahead in this narrative we can't just come into this like um you know hearing banner at the end of the game talk about like all the doubters that he had and like his friend you know people who just you know messaged him yeah he's like i just had to pull that to one side and like we can talk about all the doubters which we've been ourselves but like it's easy to say and look at the doubters outside of the wednesday fan base and family and operations yeah but you it's to think about like the people inside and to think about like that guy who you know yeah ripped ripped up his ticket in the heated heated anger yeah for some clout online how did um in terms of like because it was a pretty packed you know hillsborough crowd oh yeah in terms of um it wasn't quite, was it quite a sellout or was it not quite a sellout? It's hard to tell now because so much of the uh, possible attendance is eaten up with the safety measures of one. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. To me, it looked full everywhere apart from the south, uh, not the south, the, we'd sold the lower part of Leppings Lane and it looked like we hadn't sold all those tickets there. Yeah. Whether that was done late in, a day, in the day or whether those were the folks that decided not to come because they'd been the last ones to decide to come in the first place. I don't know, you know, uh, last in, first out kind of thing um, in terms of your your uh, commitment to the cause. Um, but um, but the noise, just from outside the ground, it was just, even before we got in, you could hear the wall of noise from the off. And it, uh, it, 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 it all, you know, we talk about hindsight all the time, but you did get that little tingle of something special could happen tonight because when every, well, we, you know, we saw what happened to those Brighton players a a few years ago under the hot night, under the lights, Hillsborough can make a noise and shake the ground. (laughs) You know, it can, it it can, it can make teams crumble. Um, And we've heard people talk about like, uh, Tom Lee's talks about you know when the, when the cop is in full voice you can't that end of the ground you can't hear yourself talk on the pitch and that naturally is going to be disruptive and so yeah so just there was a that that first uh, in terms of like ticking the boxes of what are the things that need to happen tonight that was one of them the next we'll we'll get we'll talk a bit before we get there but the early goals another you know tick along the road of yeah. I loved even that. Like, apparently, Darren, like, I, I, I can't. I don't know whether he. I haven't seen him saying this, but I saw a, a quote attributed to him to sort of, sort of saying like, "Oh, we got the second goal ahead of schedule," and I just love the idea that it was all like, "We'll get the first one here. We'll get the second one there." Well, and that was the thing. And thinking about it, it's just like you. I so much of this, it just it felt like for me watching, just felt like it. It felt like a free hit. But uh, the only thing I thought was needed was just whatever happened that night. It felt even at two nil. It felt like we've 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 had a we've restored a bit of yes. pride, you yeah. know. And I think like it just needed, especially for this season. I think more needs this, but I think the fans need it as well. I think we just needed some entertainment, and yeah. it came out with that. And I just just having that lowest kind of expert. I didn't have much in terms of expectation, but I was just no. 
we can get into the performance, but I was just so so moved and inspired by the fact that just just faultless effort yeah. across the pitch, an Absolutely. application and belief, all the all the things that you can't quantify. Yeah. All the things that you put in and say, you know, there's not a there's not an out of twenty on championship manager ninety three for these things. Yes. You know, like but it 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 means something and there are players that have that and players who I didn't think would have that came up and had that and carried that. And everything you see about it, I just I've never felt that to get to get this far and to get as many points, you have to say that there is a squad. You yeah. have to say there's a, there is a team and there's a team mentality. But sometimes I think I've, not that I've doubted it, just because there's been a few breaks and a few things that have been a bit off. Mm. But like, it, there were just huge moments. And it was just, it was magical to see everything that happened. But it was magical to see the celebrations. Yeah. And it's magical to see the celebrations from a fan perspective and what we're seeing. And every every fortunate Wednesday soul that was in the ground that night. Yeah. But like just seeing like, you know, the insights we just keep getting in the videos into what happened. Yeah, yeah. It's just all incredibly amazing and touching. Yes. <laughs> uh Luke's gone first. So there we go. I mean, I was... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't know what the the odd the over and under was for when I'm gonna start crying. I thought maybe it was gonna be later. Since yeah. we're talking a bit more holistically before we get into the play by play. Yeah. It's probably gonna um, I'm probably gonna crack first. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah there's <laughs> there's been so many like triggers like oh, oh yeah uh crying during during the game and crying, crying <laughs> car park afterwards uh getting home and then scrolling through twitter and seeing all the you know seeing the clip of well we don't want to let's not tread on our own toes let's let's uh yeah. let's try and try yeah. and have some vague form of discipline so obviously yeah so i was trying to sort of set the scene a little bit and obviously we we uh we meandered because that's it's natural this is what a treat to talk about this game what a what a what a horrible thing to talk about last week and what a treat to talk about this yeah um but you so what i was trying to set the scene is you know this is a big challenge there's a lot of talk of well what would you what would you do what would your team be um and some bold choices some bold choices in there I guess so. That was something that I never kind of went around to. I, you know, I didn't notice, well, I think, I think you pointed out, I didn't notice Vaults was absent. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the big one that seemed very thematic was seeing Flint dropped to the bench. Yeah. That was huge. Um, yeah, weird to see, but it kind of made sense. You know, it kind of made sense to, to see James come in. James is like a really interesting character. I want to talk more about him later on with, yeah. his, with his crowning achievement of what he yes. what he does in this game. <sighs> but like, I I find it weird that so they said like, oh, I, I, where did I see it? It might have been on the commentary. It might have been somewhere in stat. But like, I didn't go and search this out knowingly. But I found and stumbled across somewhere in the information I was fed that he's played thirty three times this season. Yeah. I am surprised. I like. I feel like I've barely seen any of Reese James. I've got to say, I think he's been one of my favorite. Like he's he's. If he had, if he'd spend more time on the pitch, he probably would have been a shoe in for one of my. Like, well, he would have been right in the race for Player of the Season. I think he has had some chunks out. I think but... that's. I think that's fair. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I do. I think it's just. I think it's he a played a lot of thing with looking at the squad for the season. There's a lot of players who haven't built up any great rhythm. Yeah, which I yeah. think is even more miraculous for how well we've done, considering Absolutely. that's been that's been the situation. But with, with James, it's like 
you know, I, I felt like it was really funny. I remember all the conversation about people online saying, oh, he's, you know, he's, he should play center mid. Yeah. Uh, which I, I kind of felt like, kind of felt was a bit weird, but I feel like, I feel like in some sense, I kind of get it. I mean, like he's so mobile. He has such a great touch. Yeah. I think that's it, isn't it? It's, it's, it's these players that clearly have a bit of a picture of what's, they're not just reacting in the moment, which I think that's what you want to seek out. And that's what people want to kind of put in, put in their midfield is the guys that actually know they've, they know where the next pass is or where they need to go past a man and then open things up mm. and, and just have that little just extra thought. Whereas he actually had an absolutely splendid evening, but like somebody like Dominic Oyorfa is just very in the moment and like there's a panicked energy to that. And yeah, I think, I think you want to seek out and I think we've come to appreciate probably more and more um these these players that do seem to kind of make a bit of time for themselves and 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 yeah have that thought and a, and and a bit of care about what they do not to say that other players don't care but it's that yeah it's that it's like that sort of second beat in the thought of things and a seek out he's not i i've not i wasn't blown away when he's played in central midfield previously to be to be honest no no, and I mean, but then I mean, he was sorry. Where where did he play last last night? He was it was because we were look we were talking ahead of time. Like I, I to me, it read like a, a four four two, and I, it didn't quite work out like that. But mm. it was almost like a a weirdly like like a lopsided four. <laughs> it was like Patterson was playing the whole of the right wing like a wing back, but Reese James and Marvin Johnson were kind of sharing the left between them. Um, but yeah. he was also playing left-sided centre-back, kind of, as well. So I th- at times it looked like a, a three at the back with Iorfa, Ehekwe and, and James as the as the kind of three. But James was readily heading up that that, that wing quite often um, in support of, of Johnson. Which, again, like, I... You know, I'm 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 happy to be confused when yeah. it's yeah. so <laughs> wonderful and fluid. You yeah. know, like, it, it doesn't... The times that I think I've really enjoyed from Wednesday's recent kind of best, the better parts of Wednesday's latter kind of recent history is the times when under Carlos, the football was so fluid. Yeah. That players just traded spaces. Yes. Like I- just a comfortable kind of uh, like, you know, in, in chess, how you castle, you know, the, yeah. the king. It's kind of like that. It's just constantly yeah, yeah. things just <laughs> diverting around across the chessboard of the pitch in a sense, you know. I- I think it was an answer. If you look at the it, the kind of that what really worked for Peterborough last in in the in the in their home leg mm. was they they dominated the flanks. They made our wing backs look very exposed, and they made they basically just kind of ran both wings. And I think what the 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 game plan was obviously to pin Ward back. So Johnson ends up playing pretty much as a winger probably like the only the second time he's actually played his natural second or third time he's actually played his natural position for Wednesday I think I think he was looking to me more often than not like an orthodox winger but he was also backed up by a Mm. wing back Um, and I I think the whole point was to pin Ward back because Ward had just been so important in that that first game Um, and then Patterson just with his natural 
ebullience <laughs> um, was 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 enough to, to 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 sort of occupy the guys on the left hand side that who were not anywhere near as as attacking anyway. Um, Palmer sometimes backed him up as well. I think Palmer was leaning towards Palmer was in the middle, definitely playing midfield. The the, the full circle of Liam Palmer of uh, he's now a midfielder again. <laughs> but again, it's it's that. It's that skill set and fluidity, and <clears throat> so many like kind of seamless gear changes. Yeah, from the players involved, like it's it's such yeah. a fluid onslaught that we saw. Absolutely, you know, Patterson's up and down the right flank, all action, but he's also working forward and helping the strikers sometimes, and sort of backing up and being a third man in attack. Palmer was, I think, his main role was to sit on Jack Taylor, but he was also especially second half, given the, the ability to kind of actually, why don't you just have a run with it sometimes, Liam? If, if the space is there, just just do, just do your thing. Oh, so good. <laughs> so, so many amazing performances. Anyway. <laughs> it's, yeah, so we're, just... we're, yeah, we're still talking about the lineup, right? So, yeah. so I guess, yeah, that, I mean, the, the big two pieces are Flint drops, James comes in. I mean, in that sense, Ihekwa is centre, centre-back, right? Yeah. Definitely, he was yeah, and 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 just basically marking it, marking Clark Harris. But that was his main job was just to sit on Clark Harris, literally at times. <laughs> and then I mean, this was a conversation. So I said I thought Windass was probably you know in the hole, in the hole. Mm. He lives in the hole. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, Windass, Windass is in the hole. That's definitely how that operated. That midfield operated as a as a three by and large, didn't it? Um, with, mm. with yeah, Bannon and Palmer sitting a little bit deeper and, and Windass in the hole. But Windass also, because he's Windass, sort of everywhere as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. So do you, again, do you think that, so you've mentioned Palmer getting forward and joining in that, that centre mid. In terms of like the James though, like. Yeah, he was doing some of that too. <laughs> so they're both just like tossing it between them, like a bit of, you know, Reese James, think- Liam Palmer, buddy. New buddy, new buddy cop series. I think James was. I think when James was going forward, it's like Palmer going forward from that right sided centre back position. I think it was like it's it's an adjunct to what he's doing rather than the main thing he's there for. But having Palmer back gave us the discipline. Quite often, Palmer would drop in as the third centre back if I offer or. James were 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 caught for, further forward. Um, as you say, just very very fluid and and speaks to and Palmer as much as anybody. Just how comfortable he is everywhere in pretty much everywhere across. You wouldn't want him probably as the centre of of the centre back <laughs> of the of the centre back three. But I'd have him either side of that guy. I'd have him on either wing back position. And now I'd have him defensive midfield. I probably would even trust him playing a bit further forward in midfield. <laughs> um, incredible. Mm. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we went up top with... Uh, I was really glad to see Gregory starting. I do think he he just makes life hard for opposition players and buys everybody that second bite of the cherry. The ball stays in the box longer. We get a second chance. The clearance isn't as good, etc. Just nothing's easy when Lee Gregory is around for defenders. That header back to the goalkeeper. Well, he's already stood between you and the goalkeeper. You know, he's nudging you, using his his body cleverly to move you out of the way, and that now the ball's gone past you, etc. Like he just 
he just made he's just a nuisance he's an absolutely brilliant professional nuisance and i was really pleased to see him yeah see him see him on the pitch from the start because very very rare occasions where he doesn't make a big difference Mm -hmm. um yeah anything else on the lineup no, that's interesting. I mean, I, I it's 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 hilarious. It's one of those lineups where I think people call it in in like media coverage. And this is really funny because I've gone and looked on the BBC Sports. Oh, yeah. They've got James at centre back and Palmer in centre mid. And then when I was watching the feed on the Zone here in Canada, which is like the commercial kind of Sky feed, actually more on that. This is kind of weird. So one of the things I found is that basically, typically those games that I pick for Sky are limited from being shown on iFollow. But okay. now I think there must have been some change because actually the, the feed was also on iFollow. I just oh. wouldn't think of going to look on iFollow first. Okay, interesting. So, yeah, no, it was on both. So yeah, I could have watched same feed just with John and Rob doing the commentary. Okay. Or the away team if you want, or I could have done the zone, which so chunks of this I'll talk about my notes about. I've got a nondescript commentator, Charles. Yes, okay. <laughs> from um, from the zone, just the one gentleman who is doing okay. it on his own. Um, but on that coverage, they did the flip of that. So they did James in centre midfield and then Palmer okay. at centre back. I don't know if you can see that, Rich. I yeah, can send it to you. Yeah. 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 So, but I mean, I mean, you were saying you thought it was like a 4 4 2. And my brother Andy was at the game, said he thought it was a 4 4 2. I was like, I think it's more of a 3 4 1 2. I, I think if, I think in terms of like, the way you set up completely like in repose, which is when we kick off, then we're, that, that we were set up as a four at that point, I think. But it it, it was very fluid. I think it, 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 we definitely like were trying, to, as I say, the main thing was mainly, we, we were trying to overload them on the flanks and keep their fullbacks pinned back because that was what, that was the big thing in the, in the, in the first game. And, and we did a great job of it. Um, getting Iorfa and Palmer up to help Patterson when he was on the flank, and, mm-hmm. and sometimes Wind come across, and then Johnson, James, and, and Bannon on the left hand side just meant. And, and I mean, it was very telling that at half time they took both those fullbacks off because you play your attacking fullbacks and they don't get out of their half. Well, you want defenders in instead, don't you? I, I know he's been criticised for those changes, but I do understand them as well um, because what's the point in having a a flyer of a right back who's already given a penalty away. <laughs> uh, you, you probably want the guy that's a bit more disciplined. Um, well, I've touched on something early doors there in terms of uh, <laughs> moments, but uh, mm. there were there was there were incidents prior to that, weren't there? <laughs> Palmer got his yellow card before that. Was there anything before Palmer's yellow card? No, that was it. I think I heard on the commentary from my non-script chat, it was the 396th appearance for Liam Palmer tonight. Wow. I know whether that's overall his career, including, you know, his he hasn't been purely just a one-man, a one-team man, you know, as he's spent the, spent the season at Tranmere, right? But uh, no, it must have been, because I, I think what we're seeing here... Oh, I'm, I'm seeing club domestic league appearances and goals correct as of the 7th of May... And that has 348. So would that be 350 then, technically? Maybe. Yes, sir. Maybe it's 350th appearance. But um... he's he's right up there now, though, isn't he? He's like he's ticking off. Like, oh yeah, he's uh... to, to like the, the one of the most like play the, the most appearances for the club ever. Um, it's it's just an he's in the top ten. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. So no, anyway, that, yeah, that was the fifth moment. 
taking took a yellow of his hands following a tackle, right? So he did a tackle yeah. and fell over and did the whole handball, killed the momentum thing. Which, but it so early on, it felt felt a little bit harsh. Thankfully, it didn't have any repercussions, but it really felt like, come on, you normally get one, especially in like a, a, a kind of fraught atmosphere like that. I, I, it was quite blatant watching it back. It in the moment, I it thought was. it was incredibly yeah. harsh. But uh, yeah, watching it back, it, it, there's no two ways about the fact he sort of purposefully handballs it. I mean, we had four yellows, Peterborough had three yellows, mm. which I think was, was probably about right, probably. Yeah, I thought I thought Bannon's was harsh as well. To be fair, but um, mm. their one it's 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 not uh it's not yet in our kind of timeline. But that Kiprianu one was a horrible tackle on Windass. That was that was bad. That was yeah, we can we can get to that. I mean, the only thing before that, I think, really, the six minutes I said Patterson breaks. It's really hard for me to look at and talk about some of these yeah. minor moments. But there's a lot yes. of them because I mean, we oh, absolutely. Yeah. We dominated this game. I've never seen a more comprehensive routing of a team just all over the pitch. But, you know, yeah, 28 shots and 12 shots on target. So let's talk about one of the ones that didn't go on target. And that was Patterson in the sixth minute. He breaks. And then I said he gives a loose and leggy cream over the bar. Yes. Yeah. A little bit, little bit, as you say, loose. <laughs> yeah. I think just we're just getting warmed up, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, shouldn't be looking tired at this stage, but sometimes you, you know, you swing a foot at it and it's a well, right? But then, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of some clum- clumsiness, clumsiness uh, indeed. Eighth minute, we've got a we've got a penalty. Yeah, but Bannon plays in Johnson, and Johnson sort of flicks it past uh, the the right back. We were mentioning him earlier, Joe Joe Ward, and uh, yeah, he. He gets it wrong, doesn't he? And it, it, there was questions over whether it was in the box or not. Do you have a feel on that? A steal? I think it that? was slightly in the box. It, it's I think really it was like, close. Yeah, it's really I close. I mean, you. so it's one of those like, weird feels. That are like, I'm not sure if Johnson is wholly inside the box, but I'll mm. be honest. Like Joe Ward does foul when he isn't. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. whether his fouling appendage was in the box or not is 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 questionable, <laughs> but. His fouling person was definitely whether his tackle was inside the box or outside the box. <laughs> it's tackle and tackle, tackle and tackle. Um, very very clumsy. Yeah, it is a foul. It is a penalty. Um, you know, as I said, the wanger from the first leg gets an unfortunate wang in this sense. Yeah, Johnson gets some of his own back. Ah, ah. Is... <laughs> be yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. <laughs> Do you know we didn't like it? Joe Ward. Joe Ward and, and Peterborough and all Peterborough yeah. and all who sail upon that rock, whatever it is. Daddy's boy Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to some comments to make about that later, by the way. <laughs> um yeah. So then, you know, Michael Smith, smudge face, steps up. <laughs> smudge face. Oh, he is uh he is cool as a cucumber when he uh, he steps up for penalties. He's good from the spot. He's very he good is. from the spot. I must say, twice actually. These so the the last this uh, penalty kick, Patterson had the ball in his hands and was looking in, very interested, and then sort of I think was told by Bannon to let Smith take it, and he did that with the last one as well. Smith's uh, penalty in the in the last in uh, against Derby. Um, oh, Patterson had hold of it and was sort of looking very interesting. Whether he wants to give just a, a final 
little uh, pep talk. I don't know, but it looked very much like he would like to have taken the penalty. Interesting. <laughs> Smith took it so well, and I think he's using the fact that goalkeepers are now like prepped and they're they're told where the player normally puts the ball. And Smith Smith has spent most of the season putting his penalties to the right of the goalkeeper sort of into the side netting, just smashing them to the right. And the last two goalies have gone that way and he's gone the other way. And I do think that's probably partly because he knows they're being coached to to dive to the right because that's where he normally goes. So smart play from him. Bit of a veteran savvy from uh, from the grizzled vet smudge face up top. <laughs> yeah, brilliantly put it away. I said, nice one, Neil. Could the old lady rear into life like a mech reborn? <laughs> Well, again, that's, yeah, this is the second tick in the box of things that needed to happen. I think an early goal was really vitally important to kind of keep that belief and momentum going. You know, having a good start's one thing, but you need to turn it into something. And yeah, getting that first goal starts to, you know, get that little flicker of, of belief. That little flame <laughs> is a glow. There's an ember still in there. Mm-hmm. Keep working on it. Um, what, yeah, where are, we, where are we up to next? I was going to say the camera cuts to Fergie JR's Thunderbirds as imagined in pudding face form, following Windus bizarrely trying to punt one in wide and not far off the ground. Windus kind of beams one. Was that the volley? The one that came off his knee kind of thing? I can't remember. I just remember it was just very low and very wide. It was just, it was, it was, uh, it wasn't the best. I'll put it that way. My next note, I think, kind of going on from there, Wednesday can see the corner and Burroughs saunters over to time waste already. Mm. Uh, comes to nothing. I don't think there was much time wait. There was a little bit of time wasting from Peterborough. Not as much as I could have expected, I'll be honest. It wasn't egregious, was it? I I, no. I agree. I think they did a fair amount, particularly the goalkeeper was like down, laying down for a long time and kind of. Yeah. Keeping the, but it, it, yeah, it's not <laughs> considering we built a season on uh, Stockdale's antics. Stockdale's it was, antics. Yeah. It was, was it was half a Stockdale, if that it was. It, it certainly wasn't at the ridiculous end of things. I, I I agree. I think they um and maybe to their detriment. You know, he still had subs left and things at the end. And you probably think as a Peterborough fan, mm, probably could have run the clock down there, Fergie. <laughs> if anybody knows about Fergie time, uh, it should be you. Speaking of which, like my next note now, I I I, I don't disagree. There's uh, just just uh, just wait. Until we get okay. to that, Rich. <laughs> Just a little bit of foreshadowing there for the notes later on in the uh, in the thing. So I've got a nice little bit I want to get into. Okay. Eleventh um, minute, the common potato d- declares Peter Rutter look nervy. So he kind of has a point a little. Yeah. It looked quite nervy. I mean, we we were really hell up for this. And it's I think the interesting thing in in football is the momentum of a team coming at you. And yes. running at you is a very difficult thing to deal with. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know how in that situation you would want to or think you should deal with something like that. But I do want to make a very clear point to say that, um, yeah, we were very much in the ascendancy. Yeah. Everything is ticking these boxes. Everything is coming Wednesday or roaring into life in many, many senses. And Peterborough just had absolutely no way of dealing with us whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was also thinking because you know, from from Darren Moore and, and and our team's point of view, I mean, it sounds like a tremendous amount of sort of really high quality planning went into the performance. You know, this did yeah. not happen. 
but essentially your your kind of broad game plan is very simple we need to score and keep on scoring and keep scoring and then yeah don't stop scoring from peterborough's point of view it's a trickier game plan it, you know do you can't you you come and it's like, okay, well, we're not going to just be defensive because then we'll invite pressure. So we'll try and play a bit of a game. And I also think it gets more difficult. You know, half time is a difficult team talk. Once you get to the position they're in at half time, then it's like, okay, the, what do you do now? And like, it, it's, I mean, it's easy to say hindsight <clears throat> and to speak about like just how, you know, how incredibly, you know, professional, prepared. And like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's our old adage. I mean, we definitely wanted it more. We wanted it infinitely more than Peterborough yeah. did. But like, so I think like Ferguson said at the beginning of the game, he said, you know, we just want to win. I can't remember exactly the wording, but essentially like we're going to, you know, we're not focused on winning this match. Yeah. We're focused on winning the tie, the two games yeah. together. And yeah. um, But it just feels like it's that, it's that conceding. You've you've conceded yeah. something by saying that. Yeah. And then absolutely. it's just every time that I think Peterborough just made these little micro concessions, yeah. we just kept advancing and pushing them. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an absolute nightmare for Peterborough. Honestly, we we just we Did just went, we went true Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah. But the only true. easy team talk for Ferguson is 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 full time going into extra time that's the only easy one because it's like right lads we need to go and get something out of this like we if we yeah, keep playing yeah. we're playing we will we'll just we'll be railroaded we'll lose this game but then but every other one he failed at he didn't get it right at the start of the game he didn't get it right at the at the middle of the of the of normal time and he didn't get it right at half time in the uh, extra time either like he got all three of the difficult ones wrong Anyway, let's. Listen, we're jumping ahead again. We could. We're jumping ahead. There's some good. There were some good chances though for Peterborough. I, I thought. I thought sort of between the between our first and second goal, like Dawson made a, a little. Good yeah, I think that I've got one on the 17th minute, 12th minute. I want to say Pato takes some limb to the face, and maybe if we had VAR, then would have been a red. The ref doesn't see mm. anything. 14th minute or did already a general feeling of Wednesday not being at full tilt here and I mean when I said that I don't mean like full tilt in a poker sense getting a bit loose but just feels like we're really we're pushing we're running into the red you yeah know, it felt yeah. like early on it felt like we are I mean I I, it, I didn't feel like this is a monumental performance yeah but this is this is really like you could just see how many players are coming off that pitch Probably yeah. with the elation of what's going on, the adrenaline. There's going to be a lot of sore, cramped yeah. up players. Yes, yes. Yeah, like it felt like we were really, really, really pushing ourselves. Like a lot of yeah. us are going down. I don't think this team is. But you know, they're they're not used to being pushing themselves that much. No, no. You know, we we've had to put ourselves in this situation. Yes. Um, yeah. This is endless. So, yeah. Sixteenth minute. That was Kip- Kiprianu. I think you want to yeah, say it took yeah. a yellow. Um, I thought the ref, yeah, I said it with the time. I said it was a poor decision. I think the ref is fortunate to just give a yellow. Mm, it was a horrible tackle. It wasn't a good tackle. It no, sort of knee high. I've not yeah. seen it back. Yeah, just the first watch. So I think that was the only real kind of moment I think I felt kind of threatened was after that was the seventeenth minute. I think that was a decent stop by Dawson. Yeah, um, I thought. Yeah, so, yeah, I thought that. So there was a. It's a sort of. 
it's sort of a fascinating game in some ways. And like the team performance was incredible because you could, you can't really criticize anyone. But I also, at the same time, I felt like the back three really struggled with Peterborough. Um, they, I think they won the struggle by and large. I mean, obviously the scoreline kind of tells that, yeah. but I don't think it was an easy job. Like I did, I thought Ehekwe oh. never quite looked comfortable with with uh, with their number nine Clark Harris, I thought you know every header was a real scrum, and they were both pulling at each other, and Hekwe was sort of heading it in every which way other than back up the pitch. You know, having mm. having spent so long watching Flint kind of heading it thirty forty yards, um, this was not what was happening off Hekwe. It was sort of squirting off his shoulders and things like that because he was just having to have a complete wrestling match with the their their their, their target man. Um, and I thought number ten gave I offer kittens a couple of times. And the, the, the oh Mason. yeah, Mason Clark is probably like I I felt like he pretty much the prime danger man. Yeah, you know outside but, uh, of outside of the thing where I think like last week is like we didn't see we saw Ward nullified, but yeah. last week you know he was he was huge. But Mason Clark was the one I think I was worried about the most when he got forward when he broke. Yeah, yeah. Because it didn't seem to matter that Iorfa was as quick as him because he seemed to be just as quick and tricky. It's like a horrible combination. (laughs) Because normally Iorfa's like, well, yeah, you can be tricky because I'm going to be quicker than you. I'm going to be bigger and stronger and quicker. Uh, But this time it didn't quite matter that he could could match him or or beat him for pace because he he also kind of is is rather good at sort of dropping the shoulder and things. But um, but we dealt with the moments really well. And obviously I think for Dawson, he the first couple of saves are going to be great for him personally, just to kind of almost breathe and like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm back. I'm back to being the guy that has been in goal for Sheffield Wednesday for half this season and kept all these clean sheets. Cause I'm sure, I'm sure so many players didn't recognize themselves in their performance from last week. Uh, whilst last night was out of the ordinary in a, positive sense last week was completely unlike these players and how they've played all season uh, anything uh prior to the the 25th minute there prior to the 25th minute yeah so that was a decent i think the 17th minute i recall it was a decent stop by dawson i think that's one where he got down low i think there were a couple of chances much like that that were very yeah. very similar i think we'll go on to one a bit later 19th minute i noticed that i said ward handballs but it goes out for a corner oh okay lucky all-round boy I've got to say, just seems to just drip in fortune. That boy, a good player, but lucky team, very fortunate team. Yeah, they they get they they get the breaks, you know. Because I, I I I mean, it's a long way off, but I did make a comment like, is it possible to lose four 0 and still be lucky? <laughs> because it hmm. just felt like there were good moments for us in their box where. It, you know, the ball cannons off people or there's headers and the ball can literally go anywhere. And so many times it just beautifully fell into their keeper's hands. And it, you literally could have been, it, it's one foot either side and we get another goal. Um, and yeah. so many times it just dropped the absolutely perfectly for them. I mean, see, as I say, it seems strange. It's like that. There's a game uh, that uh, Neville Southall played for Wales. I think it was against Holland, and I think they lost like seven nil, and he got man of the match because it's like it would have been twenty seven nil if Neville Southall hadn't had Neville such Southall. a good game. And like yeah. that was one of these games where, like, this was yes, it was four nil, which is an absolute tonking, but it it would have been seven or eight if 
they hadn't had every lucky break possible. <laughs> and, and that was the weird, yeah, that was a weird thing because it felt like there were moments of being like, I think there's a lot of moments here, like the the you know we score four goals, five goals, four goals in regular time, five you know overall, and it just like. But in a sense, it feels a bit like, well, we, we kind of, I think with a bit of fortune and maybe maybe some of the fact that some of the players aren't quite as clinical as maybe we would yes. hope from yes. our perspective, like yeah. we kind of need to have that many. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. And I, I don't know, Norris is, seems to be a good keeper, but he, he was, uh, I don't think he, he seemed to struggle a lot. Like I yeah. must say, we put him on a hell of a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, he probably, yeah. I mean, that's what everything seemed. Everything he saved fell perfectly for him. There's obviously there's the chance in the second half where he produced a really good save, but by and large, yeah. When 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 it was actually a decent effort on target, he was beaten by it. Yeah, and then so the twentieth minute, <clears throat> that was our corner. So we got the corner from Ward, and then again, it's a situation. So. The corner was a good delivery. It just didn't seem to fall for anyone to get a foot onto. Again, falling into that thematics of, you know, we we were not as lucky as no. Peterborough, let's be honest. But yeah. then they broke. Mason Clark breaks yet again. And I think they were saying, like, in the commentary, like, pushing it back with, like, John and Rob, and they're like, it's, they're like, it's three on two. It was almost like a three on two situation. And yeah. he kind of brought it forward and then took it out and then and then he did a very similar strike to the one earlier and Dawson yeah. got a, a good stop to it. Yeah. Um it was kind of straight at Dawson and I was like he really could have made a much better decision in that, that situation. Yeah. I was like I mean I don't care that's not my fucking loss I'm not a Peterborough fan. So like <laughs> but I'm just pointing it out it was not so yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> um 22nd minute corner rich our Wednesday as we get another one. Um <laughs> <laughs> bounced around and hooked goalwards by Gregory, almost in Sweden of contacts, but it was largely straight at Norris. Yes, yeah. I get, yeah, again, falls into that bracket of straight at him, and if it had been a foot and a half one way or the other, it would have really caused headaches for them. But uh, yeah, just just fell beautifully into his gloves. <laughs> a charmed life mm. for, uh, for Mr. Norris. Uh, 23rd minute, we you know, we break and Johnson puts in a sumptuous diagonal that completely flats foot one of the posh defenders. I can't remember who it was, but they completely yes. fell over. That was, that was great. wonderful. <laughs> Gets out to Patterson, you know, he's dominating that right wing. You know, he controlled well, looks to lay it across. And it, it took a took a bubble, I must yes. say. That was kind of, it was one of those, like, if only only somebody would have got a got a foot yeah. to that one. That could have been, could have been 2-0 at that stage. Speaking of that... <laughs> Uh, 25th minute, I pull a muscle in my neck screaming, fucking have that. <laughs> asking some top-notch questions from the flank. Norris comes out as a very weak parry. Patterson drills it back across and Gregory, who is there for the fray in the middle, gets back yes. to his feet just in time to divert one home from seven yards out. Game on, 2-0. Gregory gets to get the ball from the, from the sick Norris as a weird door. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I think the delay was the... Um... The pyro uh, from the fans, prob- probably after the goal, there was a. And there was pyro, I guess. As they say. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know whether there'd been some word, but Windass actually walked out to sort of like the the um, north stand and kind of pointed to the the flare on the pitch and was like 
waving saying don't, don't stop doing that basically i think i don't know whether that was because it was killing our momentum or whether the ref was like oh if that keeps happening i'm going to call the game or i don't know what what the message was but thankfully the fans did actually listen there wasn't any more thrown onto the pitch after that as far as i can remember um but uh yeah that's that's what the the, the delay was basically there was uh that was weird. I didn't come through on my feed because I just saw like Norris was in the net, kind of bowed over yeah. as though he was killing time slash looking like Gregory's he was mauling like a dead a dead parrot. Yeah, and you know Gregory was forcing to get the ball back from him. That was it's such a fun goal because it's it's that it's Gregory being a nuisance again. It's getting he's getting himself. It should be just a nice. It's it's not a great cross and it should be a nice easy catch for Norris, but he inserts himself into the situation. And then, so the ball ends up with Patterson instead. And I don't know how much Gregory knows about the finish, really. It's more like Patterson fires it off him into the goal because he just whips it across. And Gregory almost looks surprised as it kind of bubbles into the net. It's, uh, yeah, but but just, it's typical of the fact like, this is momentum rolling your way, isn't it? That's the that sort of goal is very typical of of that sort of situation. <clears throat> yeah, great stuff. And yeah, now <laughs> now it's game on. Now it's game on. <laughs> fucking fucking game game on, Matt. Game on, Mark. We're all in ninety seconds. <laughs> um, my next note is about Iorfa's shot. But uh, do you have anything before that? When about did Iorfa have a shot? Oh, times, Luke. Don't ask me times. I'm still caught up in the heady moments, right? I'm still <laughs> drinking in the pure. It's like a it's like a Virginia Wolf to the lighthouse stream of consciousness type thing for you, isn't it, Rich? You know. It is. He had a shot after a corner. The ball was ended up with Iorfa a lot at set pieces. They really struggled to clear their set pieces. Like every corner and free kick and and long throw from Wednesday kind of bobbled around and stayed in the box. Um, which you know would would come to haunt them later on, uh, but the, it was amazing how often it seemed to be like it would just be with Iorfa, who's probably the least dangerous player on our team. <laughs> in, mm. in was that in the fortieth minute? Was that kind of a corner ended up with Iorfa, and he kind of did like a bit of ball juggling? There was one, yeah. There was one. There's one where he did a sort of like shot, kind of fizzed a shot along the ground. It was a, it was a pretty easy save for. Um, Hmm. But I can't. I can't remember exactly when that happened. I feel like I might have <clears throat> superimposed, but I think Peterborough had a number of chances that were quite similar. I think 32 minutes was the one where they were three on two, and that's okay. the one that I've noticed that it was played into Mason Clark, and he dallied a little, yeah. got it out on his left, and kind of drilled it. But like you know, Dawson was there to kind of put it wide. It's, yeah, it was a really good save. It's and he pretty, a long, yeah, a long way away, didn't he as well? Uh, we stopped a decent attack from them in the 34th minute. Uh, 38th minute, I know it said, Baz does a low corner routine, and it's almost not terrible. <laughs> I don't remember that one. I do. Uh, there were some apologies after that, so I guess it must. It didn't quite go as planned, but uh, you could see, sort of see several players apologise too. But, uh, mm. yeah. And then the only thing I could really notice was uh, in stoppage time, you know, Wednesday get two corners in a row, and uh, mm. that second one ended up with... Smith's nodding wide from a good position. We seem yeah. a bit wasteful with the headers. Yeah, it's funny the chances that he scores and the ones that he's <laughs> not. He misses, yeah. Because um, he makes very difficult things look really easy sometimes, and then he makes really easy things look <laughs> horrendously difficult. Um, 
because he had an he had an an effort. We'll probably we'll probably get to it in the in the second half where it's just audacious. But he did it so nonchalantly, like this sort of flick backwards, like a <laughs> I don't know, like a kind of healed volley backwards. Yes, and like. Yeah. That's weirdly, that's the sort of goal he scores. Um, but he does it enough that it's not freakish. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just, uh, it's just how he does things. So are we at half time then? That's half time. Yeah. Half time. Mm. That's uh, half time on track and on schedule for the 4 0 turnaround. A third, yes. a third would have been lovely, but I guess you can't have it all. I think if we'd got a third in the first half, we probably would have won in normal time. That's probably how it would have gone. Um, but there's no stopping that Wednesday steam train, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, just this is, yeah, I get to half time and it, it could, that obviously had to be what the, what the, the plan, the hope was that we'd be in that position. Mm. Um, so in, you know, now you've kind of, <clears throat> um, you've, you've made a, a, a mammoth task into something much more human sized and possible. Uh, we've all experienced and felt the nightmare two 0 lead uh, made famous by Chris Turner, and that's where Peterborough were. It's a difficult halftime team talk to give at two 0 because you pat them on the back and go, "Well done, lads, keep going," and then they don't have enough oomph and get rolled over. And if you keep attacking and you get caught attacking, then you feel stupid. And so, mm. what do you do? <laughs> I did. Uh, I. I I was just searching for something on my dial to to feed my thirst for people talking about Sheffield Wednesday on the drive home. So I did end up in the uh, the, the disgusting hovel of uh, of radio that is uh, Talksport, and um, <laughs> I think it was Jamie O'Hara who was talking on on uh, and he was saying like taking your taking your uh, making those defensive changes at half time that would always be as an opposing player you're always like patting yourself on the back because it's like right yeah. they're out gone, yeah. Gone. and yeah he made two subs he took both his fullbacks off and replaced them with center backs um and yeah you've got to be thinking at that point as from a Wednesday Wednesday perspective you know we're, we're right on track aren't we because they they you know they they're batting it, they're, you know they're batting down the hatches now and trying to but, yeah, but again, in terms of momentum, that's not going to stop the onslaught from coming. Oh. It's just probably just going to invite in more. I'll be honest. Really? Like, yeah, I I just said Peterborough clearly not happy. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. No subs for Wednesday at halftime. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my next note is the the Gregory uh, the Wunderbar from uh, from Gregory that was that was so close to being. Do you have uh, do you have anything between half time and that? Yeah, forty fifth minute we came out with a quick break. Gregory Gregory swung over across pretty tamely for for Norris, I'd say. Oh, forty six yeah. minutes, Smith had a knock on, and we almost it's, again it's that thing we we almost got a fortunate yeah. break in the box, but it's not quite there. Yes, forty six minute that was the Bannon yellow. Uh, oh yeah, slightly tame yellow for a late challenge. I thought it was a bit strange, honestly. Yeah, because it was a kind of scrappy. They were both kind of off balance, and it was a bit scrappy. And it it just felt it wasn't a straight up cynical. Like it wasn't he was on a break and Bannon cynically took him out. I think it was a genuine attempt to get the ball, and it wasn't that great of a. They had they had a lot to do to be on the break from there. I thought. Um, so uh, yeah, I thought it was a bit harsh. It's the sort of thing I, I, I'm, 
I probably would want to get given if it was the other way around because I'd feel like we were on the break um, and, and we were taken, you know, our player was taken down. But yeah, it just felt a little bit, a little bit harsh from the ref. I think. And it's also followed up by the fact that Mason Clark ragged around Iortha and he didn't, yes. didn't get a yellow for that. No. That was harsh. <clears throat> The other thing with the ban and yellow is again we're two minutes into the half. Yeah. Like no, normally you get a little bit of time to warm up <laughs> to these things mm. <laughs> in a choppy midfield in a you know hot, a hotly contested game. But the ref, I don't have many criticisms of the ref to be honest. I, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. You know, I guess like for the occasion was pretty 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 good. Like I, yeah, no, actually very very good performance considering. Considering what we're used to. The cauldron. The cauldron he was having to face. Oh, there we go. Apart from when he did... The only thing with the ref... I've only just remembered this. Uh, when the ref did his own time-wasting and killing our momentum. Very tired of shoelaces. Yeah. yeah. For ages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, does he have to do the two loops still? Is that what's going on here? Does he have to put <laughs> his hands out to see which one's left? Yeah. And which one's right? yeah. do that. And then the bunny ears, and you loop and then around the garden, and then give it a little kiss. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Forty eighth minute. The only thing I get him to answer what you your next point is. Baz gets a corner from a quick cross diverted behind. Commentator tells me he's got thirteen assists. Again, it's one of those com- bit of commentary that's kind of damning. Great whips in corner, gets nodded over by Smith. Smith needs to do better with these headers. He really does. Yeah, it's a yeah. recurring theme. Like, yeah. I, I don't think you can damn or say anyone did a bad performance. <laughs> but Smith really needs to do better with headers. Like, I've got yeah. to be honest, like, yeah. he's, he's supposed to be our star striker. I don't, uh, I don't know. He's a weird one. Speaking of Smith, though, that comes into the 50th minute, Rich. Uh, Smith gets in a wrestling match with Edwards by the byline, who, you know, clears it down the line for Liam Palmer. Mm. Little Liam rolls his foot over. I love it when people do that. They do a little oh, kind of me too, off. me too. It's so good. And he strokes one over to Gregory to do an audacious overhead kick that oh. was wide by a fantastic save. Gregory did everything right with that. He did. Like his form was was beautiful. He was poetry in motion, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a great save from Norris. To be fair, you know he's he's pretty much at full stretch, stopping at going in the bottom corner. Um, that was that was his his sort of shining moment of the match, really. Very much nice so. Yeah. Um, oh, if that had gone in, because <laughs> it would have been perfect timing in terms of like the plan as well. Because I think yeah. If, yeah. if you look at the plan, we probably that third goal probably came a bit later than expected. Yes. Um, I mean, it's churlish to sort of pick holes <laughs> but but like the, the 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 you know the game plan was probably kind of get again get a kind of early one in the second half and and keep that momentum building um but it was a it was a t- it was a tougher slog to get that one mm-hmm. speaking though i guess like work rate is is really good 53rd minute is smith again smith blazed as after a loose ball and touches it out for a throw in mm. as jay-z puts love it, that can't knock the hustle yeah i love that i really love that just the commitment and the closing down and just yeah. chasing after every little every little stray crisp packet. I think that's what's won me round with Smith. I think he's I had a picture of him and he's not been that. Yeah. But I think I've slowly learned what he's about and I 
really love what he like he does as the big number nine that gets a lot of goals he doesn't necessarily need to do a lot of these hard bits of hard work that he does in the flanks and, and around the box but he does it all and he's actually quite a good crosser of the ball um you know mm. so there's more there's much more to his game than i thought there was i thought he was just a big bruiser he's not a bruiser at all with <laughs> <laughs> but he but he he does have a lot of very likable qualities and and that yeah that that sort of never say die attitude is it's a great part of it mm-hmm. um, i had a moment of saying oh dear because um the commentator on my feed referred to this is again on the zone you know i'll i'll let you know when i get to the bits where you've gone back and watched the game <clears throat> okay a bit later for my follow for further notage distracted with a lot of things i had to do that day um the, yeah, the commentator on Design referred to Flint as a goal scoring centre half. Which I was like, oh, oh. it's been a long time since he's had this, this crown. You know, yeah. yes. he's not making gifts every week for Bristol. <laughs> 56 minute Pato, the designated Frozeman, gets a towel out. Um, I'm always thrown by how big the towel should be for Frozen's. Can we talk about this? <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I kind of imagine one of those meager ones you get in Airbnb, but it needs to have a decent thread count, surely? <laughs> you know, like a really, really good one from Home Bargain, please. <laughs> Do you think if it's Egyptian cotton, you get better, better throw-ins? We'll have to get, we'll have to get Will Volks on the podcast. Yeah, that would be great. Oh, I'd love to have Will Volks on. Big, big Willie Volks on. Big Willie Volks. Mm. I mean, that was um, one of the. Uh, well, with, again, we're jumping ahead, but like um, one of the people I, I got a text message off last night was uh, a, a former work colleague. Uh, who um, a big? She's a big Tramere Rovers fan, a season ticket holder at Tramere Rovers, and um, sort of glowing with pride that there were uh, several <laughs> former Tramere Rovers players on the pitch because a Heckway's a, a, a Tramere Rovers player. Mm. Uh, uh, is, he, is, he, is he a youth academy from academy product from Tramere? Is that so, the idea? Because yeah. yeah. he's, he's from that neck of the woods, which is a he thing is, that we've yeah. mentioned is very throwing. Yes, There's Scouse accent coming out. Of. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Volks as well, and then obviously Palmer had a had a sort of mm. crucial year there, and then uh, Norburn, I think, is there is also a a former Tramier player, so they had a fair bit of uh, input in the in the game, in the semi final, as it turns out. Um, but yeah, I sent her the picture of Liam sat on the pitch at the end, just a sort of uh, a mutual appreciation of uh, of the wonder that is little Liam. Yeah, he had a brilliant season, though, didn't he? That really kicked off his yeah. kicked off his footballing career. Hmm. Yeah, great, great use of the loan market. Exactly. Fifty ninth minute, Johnson has a teed ball from Windus on the byline. He clipped it in lovingly. Johnson is he's so good at crossing the ball. Mm. Yeah. Pato went went for the control finish, but it's deflected wide. Yep. Sixtieth oh, minute, Mark. I just made a note saying it's getting a touch nervy. I can't remember if that was a Wednesday perspective or Peter, probably Wednesday. 61 minute, that was a great volley from Windass. It was. He met it very well from the ask, but Norris Norris gets there. Norris gets there. That's where I wrote my note, can you lose Can you lose 4-0 and still be lucky? Because it's like, uh, yeah, the, the, both those were very good chances and decent efforts. And again, could have gone anywhere, could have uh, could have easily been goals on another day, both uh, Patterson's and Windass's. Uh, efforts, but uh, yeah, the, the, th- thankfully it didn't <laughs> didn't transpire this way. But you could have could have convinced yourself it was like uh, not going to be our day again. Mm. 
That, I really liked. I, I made a note here, and I think it. I think I must have trailed off because I've lost kind of focus with Westermine. Obviously, it wasn't anything that came to anything. But sixty-second minute, I noticed Dawson had a great stop to prevent a corner, and then he bowled it out to Johnson very quickly, who beamed a sixty-yard mm. crossfield ball. Um, I really liked just just the, again the distribution to get it short and then kind of get it long. It was so rapid, yeah. like so much yeah. of the play is just moving the ball around so quickly, and you can see why Peterborough are just just shitting themselves for the entirety yeah. of this game. Like honestly, the the pace and the the rapidness that we're getting the ball around the box yeah. is insane. It's insanely quick. Well, I saw somebody say, "Oh, we'd gone more direct in this game," and I don't, I don't think that was right. I think we just, I think it was a real mixed bag. I think there was there were some times where we went direct, but we also went through the phases really nicely, and there was lots of nice crossfield balls, and mm. I, I think it was a real all you know uh, to borrow a a, a kind of basketball. Uh, piece of terminology that I don't understand and probably I'm misusing, but it was like an all court press kind of thing. You know, we were it, it, there was no there, there was no uh, route to goal that we were turning down or preferring over or another. We were just kind of finding the path of least resistance and and just gr- seizing it when it when it presented itself. Sixty six minute Bannon loose on the left floats over for Smith to challenge. Norris comes out and flaps it away. Is that a recurring thing, Rich? You know, I feel like I'm making notes here and I'm like, I can't yeah. one of this, but there's like a lot of times where that yeah. thing happened. Norris came yes. out and flapped away. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Patterson to control and hit, but it's blocked. Yes. Again, very fortunate. Can you fortunate. be 4-0? Can charmed you lose 4-0 and be yeah. charmed with a charmed life? I guess you can. Saying that, though, oh. we move on to goal number three. Of the oh. 17th oh. minute, it all comes alive again, and I want to say we are toiling a lot but it's all looking and feeling positive by some moments of creativity and genius. And I've got to say, this is possibly my favorite goal from this season of football here, Rich. I have yeah. watched this countless times. And I think the thing that is devastating is, like I've said previous to this, is the speed and rapidity that we're pulling opportunities out of our heinies here. Yeah. Right before we get to some casual brilliance that the team has been cooking up in the build-up build and training for this game. Yeah. So we have a throw-in on the left, and it's a short throw-in to Trumpy Brum, who quickly pumps it across the field to Johnson. He does a bit of ball juggling with his body away from the goal and feeds it backwards to the onrushing Palmer. He yeah. brings it forward about 15 feet in general and then definitely tees it into Gregory. And 99% of the time, you think Gregory is going to control it and swivel and keep the yeah. ball alive for another opportunity. But oh no, he pulls off this incredibly cultured dummy as he has seen the exquisite movement from James behind him. Yeah. Rich, call him Marco Van Basten. <laughs> And it's one of those opportunities on the angle where it feels like the ingenu- ingenuity comes from a lack of time. James takes a touch and then with a toe poke, nutmegs Morris, Norris, and it's 3-0. Oh, Everything God. we have previously seen from the man is giving us a strong bit of Kieran Lee vibes. Yes. But yes. it might as well be Kieran Lee who scores this goal. Yeah. It feels like the impeccable <laughs> movement, radar, and quick thinking. Yeah, and just, uh, and that icy, icy cold yeah. demeanor to just finish yeah. it off as well. Yeah, even is... even the stoic Moore is leaping around at how good that was. He was just yeah. jumping around like a madman. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that was unbelievable. I hadn't thought about the Kieran Lee comparison until then, actually, in the in that particular goal because it it is that's. He's the, he's an unexpected person to be there, but you know why he's there. It's because he reads the ball so well, he tracks the ball so well, and uh, and then when he's there, he doesn't panic. He do, he actually is the coolest. He suddenly he's a sniper, and he just 
pokes it away like he's been doing this his whole career. Like he's a like he's a guy that gets twenty goals a season. It's it's real <laughs> um it's real Gary Neville, right? Like getting this pen out on the screen and like, you know, <laughs> see him here, this is what he's gonna do. Because it's just <laughs> you have to watch it and you have to watch it again to see the run yeah. that he makes. Yeah. It is phenomenal. So the movement from that, the dummy from Gregory, it's insane. It's insane how good it is. The ball from Palmer. The ball from Palmer is sumptuous as well. Yeah. That and the little run, the little he pushes past a man. He's got a man next to him and he pushes past him to get his space and his time. Oh, it's 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 so wonderful all around. I think the relief of that was huge as well, and I can and I can imagine that fed into more. As we were saying, it it was starting to feel like there's a moment when you're chasing a a two goal lead where like sixty minutes ticks into like sixty five, and then it feels like actually what we're fighting now is the clock. Like yeah. seventy minutes plus is like okay, time is our en- is the biggest enemy now. Like we know we can, the t- we've got we're better than the team that's in front of us, but it's have we got? Are we just going to run out of minutes to do it in? And I think seventy two minutes is very. It was like past the due for when that second that third goal needed to come. That second sort of wind of uh, of pushing. Uh, yeah, but unbelievable! <laughs> what a what a great great goal. <laughs> Just so um, good, just so wonderful. Yeah. I feel like this is a goal that, like, again, with that kind of time, what's the, what's the name of that game on the on mobile phones? It's Score Hero, you know that. Oh one? yeah, yeah, yeah. Score it Hero, feels yeah. like this is going to be monumentalized. You know, it weirdly reminds me of was it that Theo Walcott goal? I know it's like it was a difficult, oh, yeah. like, but you know, tight and the byline and the angle yeah. coming into like, yeah, that was stupid. He kind of like chipped it in at like the finest angle. Yes, but like it's a weird kind of. Just just coming similarity. into the same similarity in like the pl- the place of the play and yeah, just such a good goal. So so ingenious in use of the space. And as you I- say, like lack of space is what prompts the brilliant, clever finish. Like more space is more time to think and probably less yeah. a less satisfying outcome. And <laughs> I just it's just uh, yeah, isn't that weird that like we'll get onto the fourth one eventually, but like oh no, the, the fourth one, no, yeah, all of them are like real clumsy finishes. Yeah, they're all like point getting a leg and sticking out a leg to it. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Patterson, Patterson, we'll get onto Patterson's goal, but that 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 kind of blows my mind. Like the power he got in doing that. You know, I watch a lot of I watch a lot of disc golf, and you watch like pros just like throw it very effortlessly and throw it very far. Yeah, yeah. But that was a kind of similar mentality. Like he's hit his foot against that, but I don't know. I would just you know I would just prod it and it would go. Like yes. three yeah. feet and just peter out and that would be it. But like there's something something very strange to see. Yeah. But yeah, but really impressive as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's fascinating that 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 got that got was fascinating. When when we get there, it's uh yeah, it's because <laughs> it's only Callum Patterson will be able to tell us was that was he the coolest man in the room or was it just a kind of just a kind of like knee jerk hit the ball kind of thing you know because it looks watching it back it looks like the coolest finish you've ever seen he just slots it left out outside of his left foot just strokes it under the uh on rushing defender mm. but in real time it kind of looked a, it did look a bit like i don't know like a bit little harried like i'll just get a touch and touch it towards the goal and hope for the best kind of thing but watching it back it looks very deliberate and very very cool <laughs> um 
this is where I just obviously everybody goes nuts again. <laughs> um, but uh, I did uh, turn to to my sister and just say this: the this like twenty minutes will just evaporate it will disappear so quickly yeah. like that's what happens in these games because that's where if you are time wasting and and, and, and I, I, again fair play to them i don't think they took the mick with that but they were time wasting and it just goes and so many players went down injured and so many play the ref went this is the ref's worst period in the game because he bought every single I know we were like het up and kind of charging into every tackle, but mm. they were falling over constantly. And every single time they went down, he blew the whistle, gave them the foul and like just allowed them to kill the momentum, kill the clock. Um, it, it just, yeah, there, there were incidences. I'm not, I'm not dismissing them, but it's just, it's just amazing how quickly we were like, the, the the board was going up for extra time considering we we scored with like 20 minutes of the game left <sighs> my next mm. thing i've got is johnson volley but i don't know where, where you're up to with your notes whereabouts was the johnson volley um it was again i don't know minutes um it was between when we scored the third and when i offered had a <laughs> diving header Oh, I don't know. Maybe I got maybe it wasn't Volk, so I thought about. Anyway, I'll go from my notes. Let's see. You can interject me. Okay. Actually, Luke, you did it wrong. Seventy-second <laughs> minute. The Wednesday fans' incredible voice of Peterborough looked to waste time. Seventy-fifth minute. Genuinely, at this point, I'm happy enough with whatever has happened. Such a monumentally dominant performance yeah. to restore a little bit of pride. At least we got some entertainment at this stage of the season under the lights at Hillsborough. Yeah. No. And how? Yeah, absolutely. I think that was, I was definitely feeling that like, you can't question Hart tonight. You can't question going, you know, whether you're taking the shackles off or not going for it enough or whatever. Like, yeah, there's no, you've answered all the questions. It's just, that, well, apart from, can you actually do this ridiculous? <laughs> can you pull off this ridiculous feat you've set yourself? That's the only one left. Because <laughs> the 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 other ones about you know have they got it? Have they got it in it? Are they bottle jobs, etc.? I think it had all been answered at that at that stage. Seventy <clears> eighth <throat> um, minute, Windass is fed through from a quick touch on the right and teases over a great cross for the on rushing Johnson. Unfortunately, uh, yes. it doesn't meet it well and it's clear behind for a corner. Is that what you're thinking? That's the one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another one of these, like, could have, could have, could have, would have, should have kind of moments. <laughs> it, it, on another night, uh, we've seen Johnson score that goal uh, several times this season. You yeah. know, he, he's good at that. He's good at and, and Windass likes to find him as well. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a well a well trodden uh, routine. Yeah, and then that went for a corner, and so the resulting corner is almost there as Bannon swings it over for Smith, who nods back into the mixer for Iorfa, who clumsily catapults himself towards a header and is easily caught by Norris. Yeah, I've got to say, like I, I'm gen, I said for this moment, and I want to expand on this more. I'm genuinely impressed with Iorfa's effort to get to that one there. Yes, I mean straight at the keeper. Yes. But like it's he a lot of himself at it, didn't he? Really he did. did. He won the really player to did. Do in that situation, and he got so, he got hold of it. Like it was moving again. It just anywhere but where it went, <laughs> and yeah. we're we're celebrating because it, he got enough on it, but it just went straight down the keeper's throat. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how often that happened, and part of it, you know, that's that sort of uh, cliche of you know the the harder I practice, the luckier I get. I'm sure part part of it to give credit to Norris must be his positioning is very good. He's tracking 
the possibilities very well in these mm-hmm. set piece situations yeah. because he, you, you don't get that lucky all every, all the time. But um, but it just felt from our point of view there were so many of these situations that just it's cannoning, it's cannoning around, it's coming off shoulders and things like that and it could have been anything else but it, it ended up with him uh but yeah I, I don't want to remove his agency from that I'm sure a, a large part of that is that he's standing in the perfect place <laughs> yeah I'm impressed with Iolfa's effort here I'd like to say excuse me that he's he, he this is my favorite Iolfa appearance in a very very long time absolutely wholehearted all the way through um willing you can you can tell he's for whatever reason, he's not as comfortable as he once was with the ball at his feet. Uh, it used to be a, a positive for, for him. It's now something that he clearly struggles with. It feels like a mental block. But he did what he needed to do. And the moments when the ball was with him, he did what the team needed him to do in terms of progressing things forward. If that was a bit of a run or whatever. Yeah, it was a huge, just a big, big-hearted performance from my author, I mm. thought, or, all mm-hmm. evening long, um, just an absolute giant, just stood up to the task and and did what he needed to do time and time again. I, I thought he'd score in the end because it just felt like he was involved in so many of these like touches in the box. I just thought on the balance of probability, he was going to just grab one somehow, but uh, it didn't. It didn't happen. Yeah, ninth <clears throat> minute, Poku was subbed off. Uh, Peter mm-hmm. were looking to think about trying to kill the game. Yeah. Uh, so for how great Wednesday have been, I think they, I think Peterborough have managed this game incredibly poorly. Yeah. Mm. 80th minute, a couple of quick bits of pressure here. Uh, Windass falls over and no penalty, which is fair. Cleared out for a throw in again. We pump it into the box. Those words would be typically met by me not bothering the by Wednesday not bothering their back line and being meat and drink for their goalkeeper, but not in this instance. Norris yeah. again flaps at it and falls over again. Fortuitously, Peterborough clear. Yeah. Yeah. Just so many times. Absolutely. I feel, like, I feel like this was double double digits for how yes. many times this happened. We that's when we brought Volks on, isn't it? That sort of period of time. Exactly. 85th minute. I offer free on the right. He's over not a bad cross. And again, I've I've made that note, which I've jumped ahead yeah. to previously said this probably be my favorite I offer, but it is it is yeah. my favorite I offer performance. Yeah. 86 minute Volks is coming on. Windass has fouled twice and we play on, but luckily the ref remembers. I was so, pleased that the ref remembered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one of those was properly dirty. Like there was no. Yeah. The first one was two guys going for the ball and one guy mistimed it. The second one was just him being a filthy toe rag and leaving one on windows, which <laughs> is entirely unnecessary. He's mm. so fragile. Leave him be. <laughs> uh, James going off the vaults is an intriguing one. It's nice to see Volks back and he's automatically throwing. I think I said intriguing because the perspective of saying, well, you know, I mean, is he, you know. Legs. It's just legs, isn't it? James has played so little football. Um, Long throws helps as well. He's also quite tall, Volks. He's another guy to maybe get on the end of corners and things like that. And we know he's a bit of a threat from the edge of the box, although I think one of the first things he did was have a really terrible shot from the edge of the box. Eighty-eighth minute. Volks unfortunately bites the volley quickly. He probably should have taken it down and refreshed the Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was one of those like just the form looked gorgeous, but uh, the contact was dead dreadful. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Didn't didn't get any of that uh, Joe Ward look, you know. No, no. Not huffing that rabbit foot, rabbit foot tea in the dressing room with Fergie Junior. 
I'm I'm so elated with what's going on, Rich, that you know I'm not back an eyelash to the fact that Flint came on. I completely yeah. missed the fact that Flint came on. Uh, well, I <laughs> turned to the chap next to me and said, I hate this thing where we put Flint up front. I hate it. We've done it 10 times. It has never even gone close to working. I hate this. <laughs> well, Rich, broken uh, box. Broken, broken, broken box. <laughs> so let me see what we've got before we get to there. Um... Peter Brafelli wasting time in stoppage time. Uh, Norris punts it forward, and Johnson gives a very leggy clearance back to jo- to Norris. A little frustrating that piece, you know. Could have controlled mm. and brought it forward. Norris again gives it back to us. Yes. Ninety plus five. Johnson swings over a great backstick cross for Pato, and he nods it back across, but it just loops up for the keeper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heartbreaking. It was the right idea. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, we might come to something like that a bit, maybe. Maybe we might, eh? <laughs> Crossfield ball that Flint tries to do the most skillfully he's ever done his footballing career. Did you see that little back here yeah. he kind of did? Yeah, and he really raced after that as well. I know, it, it didn't pay off at all. No, because no, nobody so thought he would nobody get was it. around him, you know. <laughs> 90 plus six on the commentary I'm on. I follow. Rob and John think it's done and that the referee will blow the whistle. Norris yeah. finally does a decent ball out of play in our half. So yeah. he kind of kicked it way out for a throw in deep in our half. 90 plus seven. Volks with a throw in deep in our half, aiming for the high rising flint, but it's headed away to Gregory. Scrambled away from the defense to Bannon, who plays a lovely quick ball to Johnson, who just so casually with incredible with his incredible left peg, loops <laughs> it up for Flint at the back post. And Flint does the best attacking header of his Wednesday career with the head volleyball tee up from who else? Then the man of the season, the man of our hearts, Liam Palmer. That's, <laughs> that's right. The goal thought it was safe from roving goal threat Liam Palmer. But right <laughs> at the death and with the last kick of the match, he scrambles it over the line. What's just, he even doing there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But he's a goal threat. He's going to get there. He's going to get in there. He's going to be around it. He's going to threaten it. He's going to He's gonna look menacing. He's going to do a little frown and he's going to point at it and be like, coming for you. Yeah. I, can, I, know, I know where you live. <laughs> it's there because you're a goal. goal. <laughs> Just the greatest moment of the season could be a great moment in history of Sheffield Wednesday. Incredible. Ugh. He storms off to cry to kick the corner flag, and the Wednesday casuals get their Sergio Tacchini clobber in a flutter as they invade the corner to celebrate. Parmageddon, I heard somebody say. Parmageddon. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Carrying on from here, Rich, more casually claps on footage. Luke screams with the most vitriol that anyone has ever had towards Peter Brigg United. <laughs> Luke, Luke also enjoys seeing Fergie Jr. complaining about the time and his assistant manager pointing to his wristwatch. Yes, yeah. Well, Darren, <laughs> I have some things to point out to you, mate. It's some impeccably delicious irony that your dad's legacy was founded on substantially borrowed stoppage time. Your team did time waste enough for enough time for us to score. And that's generational payback for that kebab and money greedy dinner lady, Steve Bruce. <laughs> you, Darren, you're a Nepo baby, and that's one in the eye from nepotism. Jaden Smith, Kylie Jenner, Matt Healy, Zoe Kravitz, your boys took a hell of a beating. <laughs> Beautiful. And Rob on the iFollow commentary said, who needs Tom Cruise when we've got, got Liam, Liam Palmer? Palmer. Oh, I mean, this was, I have, uh, I hugged many a shirtless man last night, Luke. Um, and, and some of them were at the football. Hey! 
goodness. Unbelievable. The 98th minute of six minutes of added time. <laughs> I actually think it was 90 plus seven. Well, I guess, I did, you know, I don't know. I think it was, I think it was fair. I think there was a bit of time waste that added but on. That, the ball from, well, yeah, the, the quick thinking from Bannon. The cross from Johnson is just the most perfect ball. He could, There's no other ball he can play that produces a goal. Like, they're all back. We're all there. There's too many bodies within the goal to do anything other than that. Flint gets up incredibly well, nods it down, and Palmer is exactly where he nods it. Just out of this world. Out of this world. You all right? Yep, we're still here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it went a bit wibbly-wobbly. It's the emotion, the emotion of that, that, that fourth goal. It is the emotion of that fourth goal. <laughs> I think we had a, had a moment whereby, you know, so it... it you know, we celebrate. It's an incredible moment, you know. And then the full-time whistle goes. And we're just given that little extra. Yeah. It's I, I told people last night about this game. I would tell anybody relentlessly yes. who will ever care to listen. And yeah. if they don't want to listen, I don't care. I'm still going to tell you. <laughs> you know, I've earned enough currency, hopefully as a friend, as a decent human being in your life, that I will talk your rear off of that Sheffield Wednesday and this game of football. But like I was telling somebody last night about one of the greatest moments I've witnessed as a Wednesday fan. Yeah. And that was we yeah. talked about it on the podcast, we talked about, you know, before and you know, anybody else would talk about the same thing. It was, you know, home against Wickham, last day of the season for yeah. 2011-2012 season. You know, the whole we score, Antonio scores, we all go fucking ape shit. The yeah. atmosphere goes to 10, we sh T, Exeter score against the pigs, yeah. and it goes from 10 to 11. Yeah. Um, it felt a small bit like that. Like we yeah. needed that to do it. And then the full time whistle goes, and it's that. And then we're elated and we go into it. I get the whole thing. I get the whole thing that we've got here. Yeah. Um, going into this is like, um, yeah, yeah, I get the thing that you said. Like it, it's, it's, it's a lot simpler for Peterborough in this position. But it's yeah. still, we're just like, we're just, yeah, we're just, we're just on top. We're dominant. We're, it's us. It, we're at home. It's, it's our crowd. It's our turf. You know, <laughs> we're putting on the scoreboard. What is it? Full time, not quite. Yes, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. It was just the best, quickest thinking by whoever's in charge yeah. of the scoreboard. Somebody needs, somebody needs either to get employee of the month or uh, get a pay rise. <laughs> get a pay rise or a nice bonus. Yeah, they need, they need some. Well, we should send them a. <laughs> send them a pie basket from a fruit basket or whatever fruit, fruit basket from something yeah <laughs> you know hillsborough celebrates to so the full-time whistle fergie goes out to the huddle with his team and has a nice sourpuss moan to the officials on his way out there <laughs> uh there is that there is that little vibe again uh we've you we've had being a wednesday fan we've had these moments of elation whipped from under us yeah yeah, and there is that thing of I just nothing's been accomplished yet. Although this feels incredible, all we've done is get back on level terms, you know. Like, mm. it, it, and and uh, and I'm sure that's what was said. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not doubting the professional. It, again, it's that moment of like we talked about with the Sheffield United game a, year, a few years ago. Like, we can get excited. The fans, you can't. You've got to. Your job is still to be done. Um, but I think. Everyone's, you know, they're human beings. And it, it, there was definitely a feel of that uh, suddenly we looked a bit tired and leggy. Uh, I, I thought I thought that first half of extra time, it was the first time that we sort of saw a concerted period of 
Peterborough holding on to the ball and and making us work, and that might have been in, on purpose. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, it's natural. Those huge moments are going to sap energy, and we've worked so hard just to get to where we are. Yeah, <clears throat> um, and I could see. I mean, I think from the goal, I think that's something I didn't make a note about. But you know, more is telling them to all calm down at this point, which I, you know, I can see and I yeah. can appreciate. Yeah. Uh, kick off extra time. John and Rob joining on the commentary with a hearty hi ho to join on the oh, commencement nice. of extra time. The fact that we are, we we can do this because it's our place and we can do whatever yeah. the fuck we want is just yeah. so it's one of those. It's one of those little things that just keeps adding to the advantage, the yeah. home advantage that we have here. Yeah. Uh, getting going. Ninety second minute. Windus rattles one and is blocked, and it goes out to Volks. He swings it in, recycles to Bannon and Johnson, puts it into Smith, who does a crazy back heel. That doesn't quite yeah. work. I mean, it, it was far better than it had any right to be. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And it's another one of these that ends up just the keeper's right where he needs to be, unfortunately. Um, because he does score weird goals like that. Little flicks around the corner and things like that. But um, this this one was not to be. Um, I can't really remember much other than the 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 end of that half. Is there? Do you have any? Do you have many other? Notes? I do. I do. Ninety third minute cycle out wide to Windows who crosses to Pato to nod back into the box. Uh, Johnson just can't quite get there, and Gregory falls over. Ninety uh, eighth minute. That was um, what's his name? John? Uh, was it Jay Jones? Jones. Oh yes, yeah. Jones goes down for a high foot from Ihekwa. Initially, I felt it was lucky for Ihekwa to just get a yellow, but however, I did see the the replay. It is a high boot, but I mean, Jones kind of gets his head down. He ducks down. Yeah, I think that's what made. It's it's a little bit one. I I think it's probably fair coming off as a yellow. It's still a high boot. Um, Johnson goes off a brand. Johnson looks a little haggard, and he did at the end of the game. Looks, I don't know if he's injured himself. I I hope it's just... He must have run, I mean, like tens of miles. (laughs) He was... I know. It was just just incredible. His were unbelievable all night long. I like this change. I I actually think... um, you know, we talked about the subs kind of weakening us last time. I think we ended up the both the subs during the extra time period were really clever. Um, it meant we had legs where we needed them, um, and so I thought bringing Jaden Brown on was really good because he's, if nothing else, he's a very very energetic player. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't have a great first couple of touches. I think he kind of gave the ball away twice early on, but he, he picked himself up. I think he's like pretty mentally strong as a player. I think if you think what he's come back from in his Wednesday career to, to sort of be a guy that you're kind of happy to see come on in a game like this, um, that already shows some fortitude from, uh, from, a, from a young man. And then again in this game, I think he sort of picked himself up because he then plays a big part in, in things later on. Um, but uh, yeah, I liked making both those, both, both the fullback swaps were sensible uh, and timely, um, replacing really tired players. Patterson somehow still had legs, so get, getting him up top for Gregory, I think, was inspired. Mm. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself. But I, I, yeah, a big, big kudos. I mean, there's so much kudos to, to Darren Moore, but a big, big kudos for the subs. I, I, I think he just nailed those. It's everything's just pitch perfect in terms of yeah. like um, the only thing that wasn't was 103rd minute mm. faultless and Tyler Sheffield Wednesday then show a moment at the time which felt like the only error in defence we've made all night. 
Uh, Smith in his rush to get the ball gets very tuggy outside the box, mm-hmm. and it feels a bad place to give away a free kick by getting yeah. rather handsy with Knight. Robin John on the commentary now it's dangerous, and I think we all do. Yeah. Uh, the free kick is whipped in very directly, and its speed it almost seems too quick here. Thompson heads an intrude playing posh in the payoffs. It takes a savage deflection off of Gregory in this turn. Wrong for Dawson and goes into the net. Yeah. It's not so much gutting, just a reminder of the general na- nature of the slice of fortune that Posh are getting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just in a tie filled with fortunate moments and spawny efforts uh, working out for, for Peter Brothers. Just, yeah, it was the latest in a long, long line. Um it, incredibly cruel for for that to happen to Gregory as well, who's who had had an unbelievable game <laughs> to that point. Um, yeah, but it's no, there's no fault really, but it's it's just a shame, you know. It goes down Lee Gregory, and then um, you know we call half time for extra time, and, and Gregory looks so good with himself, just he yeah. looks so devastated, and it's just you can just see, oh boy, it looks like that mask isn't fun to wear. No, no, it can't be, can it? You get that feeling that you look at it and it just looks itchy. Yes. Yeah. I was, where was I now? I was at a, I don't think I've been to a doctor's recently, but I saw something. I was like waiting somewhere and it was like one of those like leg cast things. Oh, yeah. And it declared itself to be 100% itch free. Oh. I was like, yeah. Just, but it just made me just think about how much those things itch. I don't think I've had that, but I just, I imagine it's just such a nightmare. And just, it looks like, oh, I get the itch looking at it. Oh, yeah. looking at it, yeah. I also sort of question how good they can possibly be. <laughs> like, how much help is that possible? I think it must be psychological as much as anything else. Just to remind yourself, like, you've got a broken cheek, don't be an idiot. It was cool, though. It kind of was cool. <laughs> looks, a bit, cool. looks a bit Van Basten of the opera, I guess. <laughs> Very good. We get going on the second half, Rich. 105 minute. Night goes down, and I'm excited to see that Peterborough have compared them compare the the meerkat as short sponsors. Did you see oh, that? I didn't see that. Yeah, there's a little 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 meerkat. What's his name? Uh, Alexander. Is that presumably right over the crotch? <laughs> <laughs> compare my meerkat, etc. <laughs> that was just on. Uh, that was just on Ward's Ward's tackle, right? <laughs> Hey. Hey. 106 minute, genuinely the weakest defensive moment, maybe since the free kick, as Flynn mm. clumsily falls over Mason Clark. That could have well been a foul, but Webb thinks otherwise. Uh, a bit fortunate, but like I think the replays also showed a little bit that Mason Clark didn't really help things in the process. Okay. Yes, kind of uh, burrowing under. Yeah. The giant Flint. 107th minute, maybe a precursor, but maybe not. Um, an ironic comment, hopefully, thankfully. On the attack, we miss Johnson as the brown balloons out of play. It's mm. uh, it's difficult to replace Marvin Johnson. It was a really poor cross as well, wasn't it? it was, uh, yeah. I was well, surprised to see Gregory going off for Hunt. I thought that was strange at the 108 minute. I thought maybe his head had gone a little bit from the... Like you were saying about him being gutted. I, I thought, that's fine. I thought that's fine. he'd kind of run his race a little bit. And I, I thought oh, maybe... That's, that's a lot of football for Lee Gregory, let's be honest. Yeah. You yeah. Know, in general, but also this time of the season. Yeah. With his current current injury record. But I, I, I love this sub because I thought Hunt is, 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 is a threat in and of his own... You know, on his own... Under his own steam, he's a threat. Um... And I thought it was I thought it was really 
I'd had the thought and I felt pleased that it was kind of shared that I thought I'm I'm surprised how much Pato still seems to have in the tank. Like he never stopped. He it literally his body had to break before Callum Patterson stopped running this evening or that or yesterday evening. Like that was I, I yeah, I just thought maybe let's pop let's put him where he can be most useful and get that battering ram up top. Just to, yeah, a great sub. Great sub. Mm-hmm. One of nine and one of ten. So Smith fouls in their box and then one ten. We're in a very foully period here as a Hekwe does a bit of posh jujitsu. Uh frustrating period. Um one eleven. So Brown fouls and a tame free kick is gathered easily by Cammy D. So he punts it long and high and the ball breaks to Volks, who finds Bannon in their turn finds Palmer. Palmer once again becomes this onrushing provider of the ball here from midfield. He tees it into the Brown, the realization we no longer have the wondrous left foot of Marvin Johnson. Brown luckily makes a very fortuitous and very decent decision to decide to just stroke it across the box on the floor for Pato. The game's man of the match's first effort is blocked, but his gritty engine seems to take a touch from the rebound and casually just poke into the net left of the keeper. Easy and effortless, 5-1. It was so cool, that finish. Under all that pressure, the weight. (laughs) Oh, unbelievable. But I think that's the thing with Brown. Like, he's not... I, actually, again, I've come to enjoy. He's not Johnson. Johnson can whip the ball in pretty much any. If he's got it within their half, mm. he can make something serviceable go into the box. That's a great skill to have, but it's not one that Jaden Brown has. But Jaden Brown can knock it past people, and he can cut it back. He can cut it across the box. You know, he, he's good at that, and he did. He did a great job. Uh, p- you know, pivotal role in in getting that. The the second equaliser of the game. Oh, I love the celebration as well. Great stuff from Pato. What did he do? He did a little finger finger. Whole knee slide, and then like yeah, I think he did, he did some finger guns on the uh, mid mid knee slide uh, towards the uh, oh. the hoolies, the hoolies in the in the north. Well, well, Rich Detective Patterson stays on the case. He's, a, <laughs> he's an orthodox, but he gets a job done. Chalk up another win for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 114th minute. We motor forward and look like the team who can win this properly, like we've done mm. all night, I must say. We provide an onslaught and a decent pato cross is headed wide by a heckler. Ugh, should have banged one header tonight. Yeah, that was... It was... It was close. It was a decent effort, that heckler chance, definitely. I'd sort of forgotten about it, how close he'd gone. Mm. He's and- another one that should be more of a... He should be a regular contributor when it comes to goals, I think. He competes very well in the air. Should have should have had a handful, really. It's been weird because it feels like that's not been, um, you know, you think about previous League One promotion campaigns. We think with, like, the team that Megson built, like, yeah, a lot of aerial baggage yeah. from uh, from the centre-backs, from, like, Rob yes. Jones. Rob Jones and Chris Lyons is incredibly floaty balls. Yeah. Yeah, incredibly floaty corners. Um <laughs> 117th minute, the only thing I can say before the game peters out to penalties is a rare Peterborough attack leads to a corner. This ends up with a loose ball getting cannon goalwards. Luckily enough for Wednesday, big Willie Volks gets his tackle through it. A monumentally huge effort to block and stop that shot. Patterson, did you notice that Patterson behind him also seemed to throw himself behind Volks? And it was almost like a bit of synchronized diving, like he was also doing it, so maybe it was like a backup. (laughs) And then Patterson looked like he was he was really injured. Yeah. And, uh, as I've said in my notes, they said he then flops around like a walrus with a dead leg. And yes, I, I did say that. <laughs> I hope it's just I hope it's just cramp. 
because we need him for the gotta, final. I, a lot of this is going to be cramp, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really understand keeping him on. I know, I, I know it was like the end of the game, but it's like he's not going to take a penalty. So mm. he could have cost us in those last couple of moments because it, it was like two or three minutes he was limping around. And I just thought, why not just chuck back in some... Like, I don't know. That was the only thing I thought, like, I didn't really understand. Because he wouldn't... Patterson couldn't have taken a, a penalty in the state he was in, surely. I don't know. Yeah, weird. But um, mm. thankfully, thankfully, no repercussions from it. Um, yeah, pens. Pounces, yeah. I want to, like, I just want to check in, Rich, just because you were there at the experience. Like, what was, what was, uh, what was, what was it like at that moment? What were your memories? I mean, this is the only moment I ever thought about going home. (laughs) I hate penalties so much when it involves a team I actually care about. I I love the neutral, but, um, oh, yeah, I, I, I think even it was kind of like doubly what we were saying earlier, the, you know, the kind of feeling at, at, at 4-3 where it's like, you know what, Pat's on the back all round, really. Like penalties are a, an absolute crapshoot. Uh, the best player in the world can can miss a penalty and the worst player in the world can score a penalty. And um, so I, in a way I was nervous, but in a way I was quite zen about it because I just felt like, well, at least I've seen everything I needed to see here tonight, like to reassure me as a Wednesday fan going into next season and restore my pride, etc. That's all happened. <laughs> so yeah. that if the, if the night was a free go, then the penalties were doubly so a, a free go. Cause I, I, yeah, all, all of those big horrible questions that were asked last week were, were well and truly answered full throatedly by the team performance last night. Um, I, I didn't really know who would take pens for us. Uh, Smith's an obvious one. Bannon's an obvious one. Um, outside of that, I wasn't really sure who who our go-to pen takers would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Windass. Windass was an obvious one as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, af- after a game that was so back and forth and topsy-turvy and emotionally wrought, the penalties felt almost processionary. That's true. I said, I, I, my note is saying, and I know we have our focus here, you know, on, on different gravy. Um, you know, we somebody engaged with us in, um, midweek after after the podcast from last time yeah. and said, you know, did you feel that you yeah. were maybe maybe a little bit uncharitable to Peterborough? And I, possibly, but I, it's it's just so difficult when it was just so gutting. I like, I'm curious to see what what they would think from this situation. It might be something to um, just have a little. Just keep snacking and feeding on this before we before we get to yeah. the playoff final, Rich. Yes, the League One playoff I, uh, final. It's interesting because we uh, we didn't talk about this beforehand. But when you said you were going to get, can I respond to him? I thought I thought you were. We don't get we don't get huge amounts of correspondence. So this is obviously a fan. I actually had a little look at his replies. So he's a Peterborough fan. Like he's interested in snooker and Peterborough. Um, so <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Palmy was like, so which you Peter- would be if you're in Peterborough, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the only only two games in town. You're a Peterborough fan that's listened to an hour plus of a Sheffield Wednesday podcast. Peeved <laughs> <laughs> that we didn't quite give Peterborough enough praise after you. Is won- it, uh, you should How get thirsty it. are you? Calm, calm yourself down. How about, how about you give this a listen? It's going to be like yeah. two hours, mate. Yeah, you exactly. really enjoy it. 
now I want to go to his house and play this outside like a like a the one of the you know the pivotal scenes in a nineties rom com. I want to get my massive ghetto blaster on his lawn and just play the play the, rich, the two rich, hours of this podcast. Was it rich, rich Cusack. Yeah, and say anything. Yeah. <laughs> but but the only thing I will say actually is not anything. It's actually just how good Wednesday were and how yeah. terrible he were. <laughs> Quite devastating and lengthy fashion. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, from that that thing, and also from the TV footage, like, it just felt like, like, I mean, it it's it's hard to look past the fact that we just seem so much more confident and prepared yeah. and professional. Yeah. Like everything just felt. Well, I will get onto this, but like it, it that feeling of belief and preparation, like everything was so was done to just pure perfection. Yeah, in the build up, and it's like I don't know what Pierre were doing. No. And I don't care. Fuck him. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a it's a thankless, it's a difficult, thankless task to to go into a game that 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 it's not a difficult job, sorry, but it, it it's difficult to know how to play that situation. I, I have sympathy for Ferguson because I think it is it's a weird hand to play to be that and nobody's ever done it before. Uh, quite so spectacularly badly as he did, but um... <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah. is. It's like because <laughs> part you know the, the 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 pragmatic side of you just thinks like oh just be solid and maybe try and nick one on the break. But that gets a that's a harder and harder mantra to stick to <laughs> as the goals start leaking in, and then it's like mm. what do you actually do? Do you double down, which they did? That's not doesn't seem a great option. Right. Or do you try and play, which might have worked better, but there was no guarantee because they didn't look really at the races at any point. No. Um, but this, we talked beforehand that we this is what we should have been. We are this much better than Peterborough. This is yeah. 19 points over the course of a league season doesn't tell any lies. No. We are a much, much, much better team than that Peterborough team. Mm-hmm. We're better at defending. We're better at scoring goals. We so <laughs> this is what should have happened, <laughs> really. Um, but uh, I mean, at the end of the journey of this of this two leg tie, you wouldn't have it any other way, really, because man alive, what we what we got to experience. Yeah. But all, but at the same time, uh, I mean, we're, we're now kind of doing the the the, the kind of wash up sort of bit, but. I'm a bit torn when I hear Barry Bannon kind of go, oh, everybody, you know, the people who have been negative and people who said we bottled it. It's like, but you, you you kind of did. Like, you're good enough that you were able to correct all your mistakes, but it doesn't change. You did make huge mistakes. You did do a terrible performance. You did. Like, <laughs> please don't forget the lesson. Don't let tonight be for, make you forget the lesson <laughs> that you've had to teach yourself. <laughs> because that hubris in the final puts us back in a hole the fact you were yeah. are good enough and like there's there's minds clever enough to think our way out of this hole that's amazing and it's allowed us it's allowed us to get to what the position we're in in terms of looking forward to the final but <laughs> there were genuine mistakes and problems along that road <laughs> so please don't please don't forget the fact that, that you know we lost a tire and uh, along the way <laughs> mm-hmm. don't, don't don't yeah this, it doesn't completely wash the slate clean in that regard yeah anything worth mentioning on the penalties 
Oh, I love to. Uh, I can go through. Do you remember? So, I, I mean, I could go through like every penalty and like just keep with a. I mean, we're drinking and we're milking every moment for what it's <laughs> worth on this yeah. lengthy, different gravy episode. You know, and the build-up, I mean, like, you know, I loved some of the footage, you know, Barry, you know, Bannon stepped forward for the toss with Clark Harris. Yeah. Bannon was just, it was just everything just in the preparation, just everything he's, I mean, like, we just talked about him. But, like, you know, like, so Bannon was saying how, like, beginning of the game, he came around and riled up the crowd, right? Yes. Yeah, which he was like, he said in, like, the post-match, he's like, I didn't need to do much. (laughs) No, no. to, to, To get them going. But, no. like, the fact that he was there for that, just the best. You know, he wins a toss, so we're going to get it. Where we're going to, like, gives gets the crowd going. We're going to do it in front of a cop. Yeah. Encourages the fans to get going. It's just magical. Yeah. It feels so much more confidence than doubt, which yes. is it's just weird to ever have that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe some of the fans just have that or have that confidence with mentalities or maybe maybe, maybe more... You know, maybe it's more of a national identity for some footballing outfits, but you know, yeah. you and I, Rich, were <laughs> collectively British. You know, yes. it, it, it's never been the identity of any of the countries we no it, no we we cheer for. So it it's new and it's weird. It's fucking great though. I must say, yes, it is. I'll, I'll have I'll have some of that every <laughs> week. You know, we just need to bottle up some of this uh, Darren Moore ecstasy, right? <laughs> Pop that in the pit, pop that in the clubs. Some of those jelly snakes. Yes, loves his jelly snakes. Yeah, I loved it. That's how he <laughs> celebrates. I love it. He's a, he's a man, man after our own hearts, Rich. Yes, absolutely. Especially as I'm a man who bought a giant tub of jelly beans, which are clearly <laughs> manufactured by Jelly Belly, but they're passed off as President's Choice. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's uh, the diet hasn't gone well this week. It's just been everything like, oh, uh, could yeah. could just go get another handful of twelve jelly beans. I took delivery of this enormous bag of pick mix uh, today as well. So uh... beautiful, awesome. <laughs> that's a massive bag of pick and mix. Anyway. So first penalties, you know, we've got Smith. We've got uh, and a, not a not a tricky, not a um, not an easy task taking a second penalty in a match. No, uh, that's true, actually. Yeah, because you've already you've already put your you put your put your you've shown of, your cards to an extent. Shown your cards to a certain extent, yeah. <sighs> But, you know, he, he steps up and it's a low finish, powers it past Norris. Norris guessed well, but it, again, there's a lot of us. There's a lot of guessing well, but yeah. the power to be beaten, effectively. Myth, that is, that's generally his thing, is he hits it fast enough that actually even if the keeper gets it right, he does, he's following the ball more often than not. Like, yeah. he, he's he's a really good penalty kick. To, <clears throat> um, oh, we didn't mention, I, I really wanted this to bite them on the bomb, but uh, Peter Bramade one of the the uh i think hopefully we can all agree one of the wankiest moves in football is to do a substitute to take a penalty um or to sub your goal <laughs> penalties i think that is that is yeah you know de- douchebaggery um and i really yeah. yes yeah i really wanted that to bite them on the bomb at the end of this penalty cute shootout unfortunately it didn't but um, it would have been some, some, at least some karmic justice if uh, Shimanga had messed his up. Anyway, look, I'm jumping ahead again. Apologies. No worries. Clark Harris. Cammy's then doing some great work to psych him out and make himself yeah. large. And to be fair for Cameron Dawson, he's a very large gentleman who has a massive reach. Yeah. You know, the fact that you think that these are full size 
goalposts and you can yes. jump up and hang from the bar or touch them is yeah. is kind of scary for how big the guy is. He's a big he's boy. A good, he tends to be pretty good at saving penalties. He's great at saving penalties. I mean, that was the thing they mentioned. I think they mentioned previously in coverage that Norris is pretty good at saving penalties. Okay. Didn't, didn't do so well. Didn't, work <laughs> didn't, didn't work out today, did it? <laughs> uh, Clark Harris, enough power to beat Cammy's big outstretched hand. So 1-1. One, one. He did get a good hand to it, but it, yeah, it's sort of um, enormous. He was kind of t- cut cannon it up into the top of the net. Second penalty. Big Willie Box steps up and right footed <laughs> slam enough for Norris again. It was close, but again, he just wanged it as hard as he possibly could. There was no thinking wanged. about where it was going, was there? Yeah, Bannon, much. did you see the post match interview where Bannon was r- winding him up about how bad his penalty was? <laughs> no, I don't see that. You have to share that with me. <laughs> Bannon was Bannon was getting interviewed and Volks was singing his song sort of in his ear and Bannon says stop showing off and then he said to the interviewer did you see how bad his penalty was <laughs> oh beautiful that's better that's better bants eh bants butte bants butte bants and then it was uh, and then it was for Peterborough it was Butler the Butler did it the Butler did it and by did it he meant fucking Hit did it did a big poo for his, <laughs> for his pedo. Yeah. yeah. Beautifully connected with the bar. I must say the bar nice. gave a nice satisfying wobble. It, it did. <laughs> wonderful. Oh, but and yeah. Barry Bannon steps up. And this Who time he does. Has no, missed before. Has missed penalties before, yes. Like, had a period of doing quite well for me. Yeah. And then Surprisingly a period of being considering he couldn't score f- any other time during. Yes, that was. I think that was like an early revelation from you on the podcast. Rich was like, he strikes the ball quite well, considering from the penalty spot. Considering he can't hit the ball, I think that's what <laughs> yeah, Rich said. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> but this was a good one. It was great, comfortable little finish to wrong foot Norris, and then just wondrous to see him just absolutely rile the home crowd up, just yeah. go over there and just just lose it, little. Went and got a little peck on the head from Cammy as well, which is lovely. Yeah, goes over and G's <laughs> at Dawson. Just just every little bit of peppering advantage. He's just going and doing it. It's oh, just... that, sorry, just to have a little beautiful moment that uh, mm. sh- shouldn't go unmentioned. Um, when Dawson was going, like breaking away from the team to go join to the ref and the goalkeeper, the, the Norris at the at our end, um, <laughs> you could see this like, um, you know, like the, the angel and devil on Cam- on Dawson's shoulders. So he clearly had a coach with a laptop trying to tell him where the, the various players would sh- would shoot. And you could also see Stockdale going, "Just feel it, just feel it," <laughs> screaming at him, <laughs> giving it and like singing it, like shouting in his ear. So it was, that was just it was just lovely to kind of see like Dawson like torn between these two uh, two uh, two opposite pulls. Amazing. <laughs> So I don't think we've covered the fact that like Peter, we're quite fortunate. Like I have these big slices of fortune. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, let's let's one. talk about that. Yeah, Norburn, horrendously lucky yeah. to strike one. It hits Dawson's feet, and we all think it's gonna go wide, but yeah. it manages to somehow cannon off, spins up and spins in. up, slices yeah. up into the roof of the net. Yeah, um, good work from Cammy. I gotta say. Very, yeah, he's very close to saving that one because it was a good, it was, yeah, it was a poor, really poor penalty by Norburn, really, sort of down the middle at a good height for the goalkeeper. 
And uh, Dawson's good at that as well, I think. He's good at sort of leaving his legs in the place where he would normally be. Like, I've seen yeah. these penalties like that previously, um, where people go down the middle. But, uh, yeah, not not to be this time, unfortunately. And then uh, Trumpy Bomb steps up. Trumpy Bomb absolutely peached the wrong foot Norris, took it into the corner, you know. So so casual and so yeah. so clinical, so artful. Yeah, we we know we know we know Windass can hit a football. Yeah, of course. But, you know, check that out. And then we're a meet. We're already in can't miss it territory for Peterborough. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Then oh yeah, if, she, if, she, if she manga misses, it's it's game over. It's Four done. two. Uh, yeah, there's not another penalty taken. And he nearly uh, bloody did because I said, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you mentioned that Norburn had a bad penalty. Shimangas yeah. was worse, I think. It I thought was... that was the least confident finish and managed to end up in the corner beyond Dawson. Don't know how it did it. No, no. Don't know how, again, that rabbit's foot that seems to live in rabbit foot factory that seems to live and breathe in, in Peterborough. <laughs> it's the chief export from Peterborough. Yeah. Massive spawn. What have you got there, Rich? Oh, it's this fucking rock I got from Peterborough. What is it? It's a spawny rock. <laughs> oh, it, it seems it seems small, but it weighs a lot. There's like, oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of spawn in it. You know? spawn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then finally Tell me about it, Luke. Tell me about what Jackie Hunt did, Luke. Oh, Jacunt. Jacunt. Jacunt Rich, the guy who the French suave debonair. French suave stalwart, you know. He uh he steps up and he just casually places it into the corner. And then... Has... <laughs> that that penalty was so cool. It was so cool. You know what it reminded me of? I think it reminded me of the penalty kick a long, long time ago. Uh, it was the shootout. I think it was the Johnson's Paint Trophy game against Chesterfield. And we had a... Free... Oh, yeah. And it was the times of John Osamabor. And he, I remember he did a really yeah. cultured, free, cultured penalty take. And it just seemed like that. It just seemed like the kind of instep, just kind of like place it. It was so good. And I, I wanted to check in with you how this felt and how it was there. So on my footage, because you're focused on a lens, I can't see everything at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Hunt just kind of turns around and in slow motion <laughs> seems to look at his teammates. And it seemed like everything just hung for a second. Yeah, yeah. Before the whole just chaos just embedded around him. You know, pitch invasion. Everybody's just losing their shit. Yeah, wonderful. wonderful. It was. I think weirdly. I mean, this is maybe misremembering. You know, memory is uh, is fluid. But um, I almost feel like there was the like the ball going in was met with that silence you normally have when the away team scores. Like it was just such a mm. fraught moment, and it was so inexplicably calm. Like it's inhuman how calm. <laughs> Jack Hunt was in that moment, uh, uh, and 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 uh, yeah. So my memory is there was like a, almost a moment silence before the thunderclap of everything hitting. Yeah, this was when I was just uh, a blubbering mess. This was just because I uh, we we talked about this. We're Wednesday fans. We we have been through the ringer. We've seen all of this happen, and like uh, I just. I struggle to let myself believe. And I think that's been the season, the, the kind of the journey of the season and what hurt with the, the, the dropping of the ball into automatic was like, ah, they just held up long enough for the start to buy into. And like the same thing, like getting to 4-0 and then and then the, the them scoring, you're like, of course, of course. It's Sheffield Wednesday. This is, you know. And so like just doing it, getting this incredible 
Herculean mammoth task over the line. Uh, the weight of it hitting me like like a ton of bricks. Um, hugging everybody, people falling down seats, and it just incredible, incredible moment. It's why do you pay, spend time and effort and money and energy following a football team? That's why. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. when those moments happen, there's nothing. There's nothing like that. It sort of made me laugh a little bit. I'm sure he's probably had to apologise. But like Barry Bannon's like, that's the greatest night of my life. Like he's a man with a wife and a child. Is two children now? Two children. Two children. Two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there was no pause for like, other than my family. Like, no, it's like, no, that was the greatest night of my yeah. life. Uh, <laughs> incredible. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. I will... It will stick with me forever. I'll be dining out on it forever. I, I mean, I don't know when this the, the sort of immediate high will dip, but it's not dipped from the moment. Uh, I saw Jack Hunt finish that up in uh, so beautifully. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, it's hard to put into words. It, it's extraordinary, and I've drunk in all the moments since. But how about yourself? How? Uh, what was your kind of initial feel? So I was running around that day. I, I. I went off to and uh, I was just heading there. I was really rushing there and uh, I was just going to a therapy session, actually. Okay. And uh, I was just on the bus, really running, rushing together. And I was watching the penalties on the bus and I gave gave a fist pump <laughs> to, you know, the moments I did well. And then I just remembered seeing it. And yeah, I just started crying. Yeah. Uh, I will say as well, um, not. Uh, I'm sure moments like this you feel your absence from from the from the you know being there in person yeah the lived experience but i've honestly never like people talk about oh i've never felt anything like i've hillsborough i've never heard it that as loud as it was that night like moments during that night it was genuinely like ringing your ears were ringing it was so loud uh, I've only had that at Mogwai and Sun Ra gigs previously. <laughs> where, like, your hearing kind of goes like, you're, there's a point where your eardrums switch off. It's like, I can't, this is just, there's no making sense of this anymore. Now, this is just a noise for me. Uh, and and it happened several times, <laughs> which is just incredible. I can't imagine what it would have been like being in the middle of that cauldron uh, <laughs> from the player's point of view. <laughs> So you were saying with Mogwai, it was less post-rock and more posting five goals against On This Rock. <laughs> I mean, we really turned it up to 11. It really did. The old lady was... Yeah, I, like, I made that reference of, like, the... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I always loved the, the references of, you know, the get, get the old lady rocking. Yes, <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I think I made that thing early on, like, it felt like... Like, it just seemed like everything was slowly and surely jolting and roaring into life. I made that reference to, like, yeah. a mech. You know, this is, yeah. you know, it feels giant, like... giant sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, it of. feels like the beautiful thing with, like, that kind of, it's almost, it's almost like a Hollywood kind of trope. Have you ever seen the film Battleship? Yes. You know, based off the Hasbro board game series, yes. you know, actually, it was, I, think they, I think they were going to do a board game universe films. I think they were going to do a film on Monopoly at one point. I don't think it happened. But anyway, they did do a film on Battleship and it's quite fun. It's yeah. terrible, but it's a lot of fun. And like near the end of it, hate to spoil it, but they actually they actually beat the baddies. They beat the baddies like the, the aliens. I know it's surprising. 
Um, but like the, they get these old knackered like World War II battleships, okay. and they get like the old crew to like fire up these big analog beasts, and it feels like that. It feels like Peter yeah. Brown's some kind of Godzilla, but it feels no. like it feels like <laughs> the thick rim. It feels that yeah. type of stuff. It feels like we're firing up, <laughs> we're firing up the mech, and we're yes. gonna, we're going to beat the big bad. Yeah, um, it just I, everything about it just feels like such a monumental. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's people are talking about this as the greatest comeback in yeah, and a football history. Like you know, like we were talking. Like my my dad has said. You know, he said, I must confess, I enjoyed Twitter telling me that in setting a comeback record, it seemed every footy fan in the world knows who Wensley are now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, I think we've seen these moments of like, you know, like I remember like working at a working at a college here. Yeah. People who didn't know about when Leicester City won the, the Premier League. Mm. And people are like, oh, that's an incredible achievement. Yes. People who'd have no idea and no recollection <laughs> yeah, yeah. know about it. And this feels not quite as big, but it feels like it's on that level. It feels yeah, like yeah, yeah. We are we are the kind of star of this show. We yeah. You know, we, you know for, for the right reasons for what the right reasons for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um well, like, yeah, you talked about like we were there at the birth of Fergie time. We were the first victims of any time but like this is yeah this is the good this is being there for the good reason and yeah it's just funny being struck we, we uh when we eventually left the ground which was a long long time after full time <laughs> <laughs> after the last penalty was struck um we were just walking and, and uh yes sue said to me she said oh i bet you wish you'd recorded that on sky and i was like yeah me too and then i kind of caught on to myself I was like they're probably going to repeat that. They're probably going to be repeating that forever. Like that is, it is a moment for the annals of history. Like that is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like in terms of like the the landscape of playoff football, what is the semi again? Was it Watford Leicester? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was the Troy Deeney, like That's going, right. miss the penalty. Troy Deeney goes the other end and yes. scores. Yeah. You know, it's, it, this it's, is the it's in that conversation, you know, it's the uh, I think the, I I think going forward this will be the definitive playoff semi you know playoff final or playoff game that people will talk about. I think like if any time there's a question of should the playoffs happen, it will be well look what can happen. <laughs> well, that was that was enter- it must have been entertaining as shit. You know, my my brother Andy sent me. I think it was like a Simpsons kind of football meme with like you know. Was it uh, was it watching was it watching watching uh, watching the playoffs and it's like Homer going oh this is fun and then it's like your team in the playoffs and it's like Homer like is back bent backwards over the fire hydrant. <laughs> it's we've kind of joked that like you know we've sort of said because um, it's that cliche of like ah oh, you couldn't write it that gets said about sport all the time and it's like. You know the the kind of answer to that is like there's there's films like Battleship. Um, I think people can just about qualify the fact that Luton Town beat Coventry City. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I think they can get their head around that massive narrative twist. Yes, but I think <laughs> what we're trying to express when we say that stupid saying is that there's bit times when sport does the. Th- it does things so perfectly that if you were reading it as a piece of fiction, your your BS monitor would go off because it's like, uh, no, like the, Liam Palmer scoring in the ninety sixth plus yeah. plus minute yeah. 
to so the the hometown boy <laughs> playing back in his old position, but he hasn't played in for the, nearly his whole career. There are three hundred and whatever appearances. He's gone back to the place he played in the first place. He's he gets the goal. Like if that was in the that's reading that in a book. If that was in the film, you just go, oh, this is so silly. <laughs> it's that's what we're trying to express is like you wouldn't like, yeah i, I get like it. this if it was in it's yeah. because it, all the beats are too perfect um but that's it, yeah it's, uh, it's a whole nine. like bottom of the ninth base is loaded yes yeah, yeah. Four, four, four points behind yeah <laughs> oh unbelievable yeah just i've had so many texts from people that i haven't spoken to for a long time and people and you it's nice it, well one as you say it's nice to feel like the eyes are on wednesday for for positive for a positive reason that's that's a great thing um but it's also nice to know how many it's almost like you can kind of count the people you've kind of touched because i know i like follow well like i mentioned my work colleague my, my, my former colleague jane like i follow tramia results because i know jane and if something good happens to tramia i want to text text jane and you know say how's how's it going and like that you kind of get that feel of like these are all our like weird all our little spheres of influence and friendships and entanglements through life you kind of get like all these people have got like a little half of an ear out for sheffield wednesday because I've bored on about it to them at some point because I can't help it. <laughs> and then you kind of, you know, and then it all, you know, the, then my phone's pinging and pinging after something like this. It's really lovely to to feel and see. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it will, st- it will stick with me forever. I feel like I went through every possible iteration of emotions during that evening <laughs> from the lows and the, and then the, the sort of ecstatic highs. Uh, yeah. Um, do we want to talk a bit about the... Because I think what's been amazing as well post-match is now hearing about the layers of sophistication to the prep. Mm-hmm. and the, Like, that's almost been another... It's been even more heartening to hear about afterwards is, um, you know, the initial thing of seeing <clears throat> seeing Darren Moore making his comments to the team and, and Bannon then saying, speaking up on behalf of the team to thank Darren Moore and his team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's incredible anyway. Um but then hearing that Darren Moore's uh interview, I think it was the one with with uh, Radio Sheffield, where he's saying, you know, because <laughs> I quit I'm you know, I'll hold my hands up. I was criticizing I was saying like I wanna see some anger, I wanna see some but he's not a guy that gets angry, he gets busy. <laughs> and that's that's a great thing to have, it's a great trait to have. Um I mean, more and more, he's a man. Darren Moore is a man to admire on so many levels, and you know his response is not throwing the teacup around and flinging things around in the dressing room. I'm sure he made his he made his anger felt or or his disappointment felt, but hearing that, like, actually, what he's doing is. He's staying up till six in the morning, getting a tape together of all our goals so that when the team turns up on Saturday morning, he can go, we've scored an average of three goals a game at at this ground this season. So this is not an impossible task. This is doable. You keep doing it. You've done it all season. You just need to do it again. We've scored Mm. five goals on so many occasions. You know, like this is, what a guy. (laughs) There's no wallowing there. (laughs) No. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Uh, 
because <laughs> that's I don't know like to feel lucky to be to have experienced it to feel lucky to have been part of it but then to know it wasn't luck it was planning it was hard work it was motivation it was psychological training you know all this thing these oh it just way makes your heart swell with pride yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah I was quite tired when we started talking, Luke. I'm not tired anymore. No, it, it G's you up. It energizes you, right? Oh. It's it's this uh, this is a reminder of what it what it what it is, right? It I mean, I, I hope I feel like we do that like everyone else does a podcast about football. Why do we do that? Yeah, because it's fucking incredible when it's good. Yeah, it's, it's again, it's the best. It's probably one of the best drugs out there. Yeah. With whatever you're into, with that passion you have for it, when it works so well, it's Absolutely. magic. It's magic. Mm. Uh, what else is there to say? I think we probably said it all. We know who our opponents are. Yeah, we... yeah, yeah. That happened while we were while we were chatting today. Whilst we talked, yeah. So uh, there's going to be a big chunk of South Yorkshire down in uh, Old Landon Town. Yeah, and you you can't attend Ridge or. No, I I will certainly be in attendance. <laughs> uh, um, I, well, I, I, weirdly, I'm already down there, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm going. I, I I cut this out of the podcast actually last week, <laughs> um, but I, I weirdly detailed the fact that uh, yeah, we we're uh, we have a siblings outing down to London to go see uh, the Mouldy Peaches. At the roundhouse on the on the day of the final, so it's changed our plans for that day. It's fair to say, uh, taking a taking a football game as well. Yeah, just a little jaunt to Wembley. Um, oh yeah, who knows what to expect? This season is uh, a beguiling one. <laughs> it will it will beguile you. Let's be honest. Uh, another team, uh, a bit of fo- yeah, foreshadowing or. Looking ahead, another team that I would say has had several rubs of green against us. I, I don't want to belittle their achievements against us either, but neither game has the, the scorelines slightly flattered them in both games so far. Uh, so a chance to kind of correct that record as well, potentially. Yeah, and I, I guess the only thing I can think about is like I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's it feels I feel like I'd rather play Bolton and Barnsley, mm. but it's worked out that way. You know, just because you think obviously about teams that have done better than you, but I, I think we've actually, at least this time, I feel like we actually have an occasion. Yeah. You know, the first instance was probably more, probably more a blip in our early footing of the season. The second yeah. one is, I think, for the sake of it, I think the occasion, I think Barnsley played it a hell of a lot better than we did. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's just an unfortunate timing for such a long run. So I'd like to think that at the very least we're gonna play. We've got an occasion to play for it. So hopefully, it, hopefully it gets a better, yeah, better performance than those other two. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I think there's there's plenty of uh, plenty of cause for 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 to think it might be quite different. It's a, you know, mm-hmm. it's a completely one off occasion. It's a very different situation. I think mentally we're in a very different space. I think they were very really really riding high, and we were kind of we'd had a difficult run and they were sort of dropped they dropped in the middle of it um well dropped to the kind of the earliest anyway but yeah so i yeah i'm uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating uh but 
whatever happens, we 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 have <laughs> we have last night, <laughs> and that 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 will be with us forever. I like well. History. This is history. It is history. <laughs> oh well. Shall we wrap things up? Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, might be pushing pushing longest episode of Different Gravy in its history. Or maybe just keep talking for a few more minutes just to make sure it Make sure we it. get over the line. Yeah. 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 Well, it's been a pleasure, Luke. And uh, I hope folks at home have enjoyed it as well, as much as we did recording it and reliving it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be back again to talk about the final, uh, come hell or high water. Uh, <laughs> uh, so look out for that but uh, until then look after yourself Luke and look after yourself folks and we'll uh, we'll talk again soon thanks Rich have a good one